still sitting in the garage, too. Do you ever... need to call Car Kyle? <laughs> Car Kyle, huh? Well, I, you know, I don't want to call myself a pro, but Car I... Kyle. You don't want to call yourself I, that. I mean, I wouldn't want to go on a limb and call myself Car Kyle or anything stupid. But, yeah, I've got some expertise. We don't even have a kitchen at our house. We just go to... Let's go to the uh, steakhouse. Yeah, Felipe's Steakhouse every night. So, Felipe... Presumably, the Hispanic man is known for his steaks. Yeah. Next week's podcast is 100% me teaching you craps. Okay. Because you and I are walking in wearing suits, and we're playing craps, and we're going to act like high rollers at the $5 craps table. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm putting a 20 down. We were still uh, talking about how we were living in style at that point. I don't miss that. Is it time to go back? No. Not. I would argue. I think we're giving up 25 to 30% of our listenership by not <laughs> calling this thing living in style. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you on that. Don't think we're losing anybody by not calling it living in style with Steve and Kyle anymore. I think. Maybe we need to do something drastic like that <laughs> to uh, to make sure people are still listening to this That's thing. True. Hang yeah. on. This thing on. <laughs> yep. All right. We're here. All right. Good. Works. Yeah. Last week was a little rough for the old podcast numbers. That's okay, though. It's the Stephen Kyle Podcast. It's Monday, August 7th, 2017, the year of our Lord. Feels like it's been 100 years since uh, yeah. you and I sat in this studio. This is studio. a bounce back week. Yeah. So we've done, we did two episodes in 48 hours mm-hmm. a year ago. Yeah, roughly. Um, I think it was around uh, 2013, so yeah, 2014. Like, what, a 10, 10 days or 11 days ago is the last time we recorded. Here we are back. And again, it's always a bummer because the last episode, I, we didn't talk about anything. The main topic was how I want to get go-karts at your new house. (laughs) By the way, I have a go-kart update. Oh, boy. We need a breaking news sounder. (laughs) We used to have We used to because I had our teammate Chris ask me about it. Like, hey. Oh, yes. We're already off the beaten path, but Steve has a go-kart update, which automatically supersedes anything we'll get to that later (laughs) boy let me let me tell you not only is everybody listening blue bald the one across the table from you is blue bald because i don't know the update do you want to go card update i'll give you a go card update let me uh... Uh, we can we can jam it wherever you want i mean the how often do we honestly follow the rundown never like you said, we're uh, three minutes in, already off course. The world's worst planners in terms of this podcast. But uh, yeah, if, you, if you're one of the many, many, many people who did not listen to last week's episode, uh, we talked about, Steve, you're moving, mm-hmm. and I talked about my desire to get go-karts because my brother, a couple of his friends have golf carts that they can ride around. Yeah. Not super feasible. You're in a fully developed neighborhood. Yeah, might might be frowned upon. So maybe we go electric go karts so they're not loud. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Get a couple I mean, car batteries, put the, them on the back. I mean you're not gonna get the uh you know, the juice there. Ooh, I don't know about that. You know, uh electric vehicles, instant torque. There's mm. no uh there's no 
It's, it's you step on the gas and you go. It's a hundred percent right off the bat. I'll say my experience golfing with an electric golf cart. Well, that's different. Is infinitely worse they, uh, than with a gas go- golf cart. They dumb them down a bit. So, uh, well, they are governed. Yeah, we'd have yeah. to obviously remove any restrictions. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. So my plan because we is know, we to, know how to do that. We know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you just go into the engine. You rip a few of the nozzles off, or I'm sure there's nozzles on the engine, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you rip there's, a few of those nozzles and tubes off and punch it, see how fast it goes compared to a minute ago, and boom, got a go-kart. No, you just you you go inside of the engine, and there's usually a little, it looks like a light switch, uh-huh. and you just flip it to the side that says go faster, and then that's, that's all oh, you do. Oh, yeah. so that's all you have to do. Well, why don't, like, you know, the truckers do that? Because aren't don't a lot of companies have governors on yeah. like semi trucks? Well, listen here, idiots. All you got to do is go find the light switch and switch it to go faster. Yeah, you've been doing this all wrong for decades. Oh man, you'll make so much mo- more money. Oh man, Adam, listener Adam, if you still uh, he, he is a trucker, but he said he's local now. Yeah, that's all right though. Local stuff's got to get delivered fast. Well, listen, dummy, go in there, <laughs> hit the go fast switch. I don't, I don't know why you're calling him a dummy. <laughs> Seemed well, like a very nice person. I'm speaking against the truckers who refuse to not govern their trucks at this point, right? Right. Which the, obviously is all of them. Legions of them. You just laid out the plan. I'm sure you got it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did go, the, the go fast switch under the hood. Yeah. Now, is that on like the, uh, the bow or the starboard side of the engine? Well, you're, you're going to, first of all, the, the bow and the starboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stern. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, because that's like the left side and the back, I think. So yeah. I, I stand by it. <laughs> you got bow, I think bow and stern are the opposite of each other. And then starboard port, and port, port and port starboard. starboard. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I Man, when I was like 11, I did. Did you do this? I mean, you lived in Jersey. Did you do boater safety? I had it? to, when I had, um, I had a jet ski for uh-huh. a couple, for three years. Uh, worst purchase of my life, of my young life. Oh, you bought a jet oh, ski. I bought a brand new one off the Yamaha lot. So did you go, did you lease it? I did. Well, no, I didn't lease it. I financed it. Okay. Um, well, like, how old were you, first of all? This was, let's see, this was probably around 2000, let's say 2005, 6, 7, probably. So I was 25, 26. Oh, so you were old enough to know better. Oh, yeah. Way okay. Old. The only reason I... I did it is because a buddy of mine, a guy that I worked with, he went to a boat show one year. There was uh, like in the springtime, it was the the boat show in Atlantic City, huge boat show every year. Right. So he goes to it and he comes back and he says, uh, hey man, check out what I bought this weekend. Oh, no. And we walk out to the parking lot and he's got it behind his truck. Like he, <laughs> he bought the thing and took it with him. So did he buy a trailer or did he put it in the it truck? Was, it was on the trailer, okay. like included on the, uh, with yeah. the trailer. Um so he bought the thing and towed it back. He went to that show with zero intention of buying it, and he bought one. How do you get sold from zero to 100 on a brand new jet ski? Well, I wish I could tell you because the same thing happened to me. I saw his, and I was like, guess I got to go buy one. What's the salesman's name, and can he upcharge I, me? I tell him I'm on the way. I called a couple of dealerships. I got the best price, and I will not lie to you, three days later... I had one of them. I lived in an apartment. There are no garages what to store you, one. What did a, you do with it? I had it for, uh, well, for a year, for two years. 
I had to pay 150 bucks a month for a storage unit. A month? <laughs> I was paying like I was paying $200 a month for the jet ski. Then another hundred, what, eight, eight years on that loan. <laughs> oh God! It was the interest rate was I I think nineteen percent. Right? Did you Something pay ridiculous. off the jet ski or your house first? Oh man, I I got so lucky because I bought that thing and I knew right away this is a terrible purchase because they're like boats they're pretty expensive and I mean especially when you're twenty four twenty five not making any money living in a very expensive state. It was really stupid to have it. So it was, uh, I mean, the maintenance cost, there weren't really any maintenance costs. Right. Uh, other than winterizing it, which was like a hundred bucks a year, uh, which I don't think I ever did. So can't even, can't even count that. Throw a tarp over the top of it. Yeah. Hope the yeah, snow yeah. doesn't get in there. Yeah. Right. So, and where I lived, you had to every, every marina you had to pay. It was 20 bucks to put it in the water. So oh. I would, so after work, I'd be like, oh, I want to take the jet ski out. So I drive 30 minutes to the storage unit because, of course, I got the one the furthest away because it was like $1 cheaper a month. Well, you're a bargain hunter, Steve, and that shouldn't be discounted in this conversation. Sure, you made a terribly illogical (laughs) decision to buy the jet ski, but you were obviously on the lookout for your finances by saving from $155 a month all the way down to $150, (laughs) and I'm sure you rode your bicycle out there (laughs) because you know so you didn't waste gas. Yeah, yeah, of course. I hitched my jet ski to the back of my (laughs) 10-speed. So I drive out there, pick the thing up, uh, stop back at the apartment, get my wetsuit, drive all the way back up to the marina. So at this point, I'm two hours in. Finally, get to the marina. Twenty bucks to go and buy a token. That's crazy. To by back the, way. the thing into the water, and then the marina that I put it in the water at, it was off of an inlet off of the Atlantic Ocean. And the whole way out to the ocean, it's, it's what's called a no-wake zone. Uh-huh. So you're just basically idling. You're trolling. Yeah, yeah, you're doing nothing. You're idling the whole way out there. And it was 40 minutes to get out there where you're just like... So you're nearing hour three. <laughs> you have yet to hit open water. Yeah. Finally hit open water. And then, I mean, it's in the ocean, so it's great. You can go as fast as you want, any direction you want. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I... I if it was just that, if it was, hey, I want to go on my jet ski and be on my jet ski immediately, like through some kind of would have been teleporting, better. it would have been great. But it was just all of that hassle. And then once I got the thing back out of the water, whole thing in reverse. But for, but then you take it out of the water. You got to go over, hook up the hose to it, flush the engine out for a good 10 minutes to get all the salt water out of it because it's very corrosive. You leave salt water in the thing, it's going to corrode away into you know a pile of dust. I wouldn't have enjoyed this one time. You would have, like I said, if it was just riding the jet ski, great time. Wow. And then the, the storage. 20, the $20 thing gets me because yeah. I mean, you've been to lakes around here, even mm. Lake Michigan. Yeah. You can, there's boat, you know, loading and unloading all over the place mm. for free. It's like. You yeah. know, if it's a busy weekend, you're essentially going to line up and wait. But yeah. still, th- there's no charge to put a boat into <laughs> the know. water. It, that's, I mean, that's New Jersey for you, though. I also probably had six to eight dollars in uh, tolls on the different to toll get roads. There. Yeah. Wow, man. That so I sold that thing. Now with a uh, jet skis, it's like a lawnmower. It, it, you know, it doesn't measure the amount of miles you've gone. It's hours. So oh, okay. After three seasons, I had that thing, I think, 05, 06, and 07. It had 17 and a half hours on it. 
after three years. So you were averaging, let's be fair and call it six hours riding the jet ski per year. And not even because every time you ride it, like I said, the you forty take it out in, of the, water, the forty out. Well, no, every time you, every time you, uh, yeah, exactly, the forty in, the forty out. Which you're on the, it, but it's not like the other ten it. minutes that you have to flush the engine out. So you figure I probably rode the thing four hours total. <laughs> no, <laughs> and uh, but I, it was one of the biggest, uh, like one of the luckiest things ever. I sold it for one hundred dollars more than I owed on it. Oh wow! And I considered that a complete success. Right. I was I was perfectly happy with it. I mean, sure. Let's not in, you know let's not discuss the idea of the one hundred and fifty dollar. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely I definitely lost money on it overall. But when it came to the bottom line with yeah. the number that I looked at that I knew my payoff was, I was like, ah, yeah, good, good for you, me. You didn't have to pay on a loan for something you didn't yeah. own anymore. Well, oh, I would have never thing. guessed that. So, but did you have to do the same? Did you have to do boater safety or water safety yeah. class? Yeah, going back to the, the original point, I did. I had to take a, I think it was a six-hour course. Yeah. But I had to, it was like three hours over two different nights. And I, I did that. I must have been 11 or 12. I don't even know why I did it. My parents didn't own a boat. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't know anybody who was like going to go let this idiot 11-year-old drive their boat. Yeah. Yet there I, I was. I would bet that you did it because it was it was kind of like a driver's license. A little bit, yeah. And I don't even know if I, I... I can't imagine in a million years I went up to my parents and said, you know what I need, guys? I need boater safety. <laughs> like, this is, this is vital for my youth. If I don't, I'm going to be the outcast. I'm probably going to get bullied. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I remember taking it, but clearly I couldn't tell you one thing i remember there was a whole section about uh the lights on yeah. the top yep. and, and how the way you have to go like i remember no, i would drive when the the and so since i was 12 i would say the amount of times i put my hands on the wheel of a boat and the throttle i could probably put put on one hand <laughs> i know nothing it, about them and i hated doing it yeah i there's i i know i have no knowledge i know more Spanish, which I took like three years of in high school, than I do boater safety. <laughs> Both of those are very sad. Yeah. I, I think I remember that port, I believe that's the left side, because I remember port has four letters, left has four letters. That was a thing? That yeah, was like a saying? I think, but again, could be completely wrong. Do we and need I to go out on a boat? Star- I want to say starboard. Wait, no. Port. Yeah, port is left, starboard is right. Why? Uh, and then stern and what's the other one? Uh, bow. Bow. Yeah, I don't know about them. <laughs> I think we do. We have anybody out there who could take us on a boat and yeah. give a? But it has to be within the next month. You know, we want good weather. Oh, Stephen Kyle party boat. Party. Oh my God, party boat seventeen new shirts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we're gonna. Yeah, if you have a boat and you're willing to give Steve and I a crash course on uh, how to operate. A water vehicle. I think I could do it. Well, I mean, I'm a basic. I know I could steer and push and pull the <laughs> throttle, right? Yeah. But like I said about which you know which side do I need to be on, or did, mm-hmm. did I do something to make that boater angry, or did yeah. I just kill that jet skier, or yeah. whatever? Those are all foreign to me. So we need a Stephen Kyle podcast party boat. I think so. Actually, you know what? Here's the deal. Part of the deal is you get. Uh, it's twice. The first time you give us an hour crash course, 
the next time Steve and Kyle get to take it out on their own and we get to go to international waters. <laughs> oh, so we got to go like 35 oh, miles no, offshore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we, you know what? We'll just do Lake Michigan. Who's yeah. going to get us 50 yeah. miles into Lake Michigan? Yeah. And we're going to do a rogue podcast. We're going to swear in well, everything. I don't, I don't think that lakes count as international waters. We're going to swear in everything. <laughs> rogue waters. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, international waters apply to stuff outside of the No way, nation. man. Any body of water, this can happen. Can't we get near uh, Canada if we do that? Can sure. we go threaten Cana- Ca- Canadian waters? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So we need to take Lake Michigan up through the Straits. I think we could do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe make like an act of war on <laughs> our northern brothers. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be very, <laughs> very intimidated by us. We're going to like drive our room <laughs> like a zigzag pattern yeah. uh, right over the border to see if they realize <laughs> How did we get on this topic? <sighs> Motorcycle, motor safety. Motorcycle. Well, that's one of the oh golf carts, uh, golf cart, go kart. Oh yeah, go switch. Uh, me moving, new you na- moving, new neighborhood. I still don't know how we got to the boat. Yeah, yeah what neither I, do I. You know, it's one of the mysteries of this podcast, <laughs> so we'll never realize, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're getting the house ready to sell and. Um, Doing some work when I came over today. Even. Yeah, I was. Uh, well, there's one we're gonna. We've replaced a bunch of the windows in the house, yeah. and there's like two more that we want to replace um, because we can get them relatively cheap, mm-hmm. and it's appealing to a buyer. So, um, th- but there's one though that's not a stock size, and I'm not gonna pay like six hundred bucks and wait well, six weeks for the new window. Well, yeah, because then you're staring at another uh, double price hobbit hole door yeah. situation. Yeah, no, thank you. So I was outside today when you pulled up. Trying to polish the turd, polish the one window that's not going to get replaced. How old would you do you think that window is? That window, I bet, is original to the house, so fifty years old. Oh, is it really? <laughs> I think so. So now, have you, can you notice because technically glass is a liquid, right? So can you tell if you walk up to it, it's thicker near uh, like the frame? If, I don't know. I, all I know is it's so in my mind at the top. If I tap it, it's just going to crack all <laughs> the way down. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, this window is, and it sucks too because it's in the front of the house. And if you walk in the house, like through the, because we have the main front door, right. but then there's like a little breezeway on the side. Well, the main way you would walk in, which I, I, I can count on one hand the amount of times I walked in the front door of right. the house. But most, yeah. But if you walk in the way you know I walk in, and most you of the guests, right you're going to walk right past yeah. it. So I think I'm thinking of putting like hanging up a flag. Oh, right One of those like pineapple flags yeah. or nope. uh, an American nope. flag. Oh, that means nope. swingers, yep. right? Yep, yep. That means you want to fornicate with other couples. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I won't do the pineapple flag. I mean, hey, if that's what your thing is, that's <laughs> totally fine. But, but make sure you know what you're doing. Oh, maybe since we're in Michigan, maybe I'll do like one of those house divided flags. Oh, I've got where one. It's got, uh, yeah, where it's got Michigan State and then yeah. Michigan on it. Which are two things I know you and Annette are very serious oh, about. Oh, man, so passionate. I can't tell you how many times we have debates about my team's better right. than or your are you, team. Are you guys doing like split table colors at the wedding? Like oh, yeah. half of the table's green, half of the table's yep. blue. Yep. And then to be like, you know, big jokesters, you're going to put this, you know, the blue Michigan fans oh, on the Michigan man. state side. Oh. And they're all going to be, I don't want to sit there. I can't sit in the chair that's oh. blue. You guys Grr. are going to have like divided napkins. I see how this is going to go. You're just going to yeah. wear your favorite jersey. Yep. Speaking of that, I, when we uh, we got together the other night, um, me and Annette, you and Katie, yeah, uh, for fireworks, and um, uh, we were sitting there just sitting around in, in chairs, hanging out, talking, and a guy walked by with a Michigan State 
uh, shirt on. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of conversation, like you were programmed like a robot, you stopped what you were talking about. Go green. And he said, "Go white." Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know you were there for that. Oh yeah, I do. I, I like to. Uh, I like to announce, mm-hmm. and it's kind of you know. I don't have a jeep. So I don't get that so type of exclusivity. That's my Jeep wave. You know, you walk by someone, you and it, you know if it's you know, more of a if it's more of a subdued gathering, it'll be closer to a whisper, like or like an elbow yeah. nudge if I'm walking. Be like, hey, go green. That you know something that is the first time that anyone has ever been able to because I like the sports thing. Uh, I, sure, I like watching sports, but I don't right. have that like die hard. You're not invested. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the way that you just described it. Totally made sense to me. Oh, yeah. Comparing it to the Jeep wave. Yeah, it, it's because, you know, you're part of a club. Now, granted, that club is tens and hundreds of thousands deep across the country, but mm-hmm. still, you know, you see. Now, that, that means a little more if I'm in the middle of Georgia and I see that guy and I say, yeah, go definitely. green. Because well, that's where like a, we that, are. That's like anything. If you're, yeah, if you're driving around and you see a car with the license plate of the state you're from and you're 10 states away, you're like, yeah. ah, hey, let me talk to that guy. That worked out. I'm glad you saw it work out because that means you have not seen the times where it doesn't, where guy so, is either a jerk or guy is just wearing it and doesn't understand what I'm trying to say. So the so the way that it went down, you said go green. The appropriate response is for him to say go white. Yep. Because Michigan State's colors are green and white. Yeah. How else could it go? The, well, like, a, like could, no response. Okay. Like the guy doesn't comprehend doesn't what I'm it. trying to to oh, say. You would have hated me in high school then because I used to have I used to wear a Michigan State hat. Yeah, because it had an S on it, and my name is Steve. What? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> why did you? Why would you feel the need to have even the idea of a monogrammed hat? That's the thing you desired. Yeah, you might as well have had you know the post-it note. Pinned to your shirt, like, don't forget your lunch money from your mom in the morning. The monogram S. No, I. You're gonna you're gonna kill me for this, but it all goes back to BMX. <laughs> Doesn't it always? It all goes back to BMX. Did some you, remember oh. the you know the bike that I got the the big boy BMX bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made by uh, it's the Taj Mahalik signature model. Obviously, Taj. I remember yeah. specifically. There was uh, I used to get like a couple of BMX magazines every month. I got Ride BMX and then BMX Plus. And there was a picture of Taj in one of the magazines. And uh, like they did an interview with him and he had a hat on with a T on it. And I was like, but that T is for Taj. So then I went out and found I went to Lids at the store or at the mall. And I found the only hat that I could find that had an S on it. And uh, in New Jersey, surprisingly, I found a Michigan State hat. Yeah. So yeah, the the green hat, now, the white ass on it. Have you come to find out that the T did it stand for Taj, or no, was it like no a brand? I don't know. What if it was like Tech Deck? <laughs> what if it was the Tech Deck like Wait, tech sponsors? Deck was, that was the finger skateboards, yeah, the finger right? Skateboards, but it's yeah. still all in that same catalog. Sure, man. I was the cool kid, so I was the guy when I when my brother and I were going out to dinner with my folks. I'd be, hey, hold on, hold on, guys. I gotta go run in and get my tech deck while I wait. For- so I was the idiot sitting there at the dinner table, right? Check and out, hey, hey, check out my Ollie. So I didn't know how to do anything. So all I would do is I'd write it with my fingers and then I'd just like flail them and then <laughs> smash it down. I was like the world's worst tech deck player. Tech, so, tech, tech decker? I mean, I, so I find one thing that I could do in a bit. Hey, Robert, Robert, look at this one. 
And I'd just like launch it with my finger and <laughs> smack it out of the air like a fly swatter. I'd be like, I imagine, I imagine you like, sitting at the restaurant. The thing goes flying into like <laughs> the people sitting next to you. It lands in their spaghetti. Like, hey, kid, get your toy. Hey, by the way, by the way hey. you're like 17. Stop playing with these <laughs> yeah, things. Put that away. So Taj Mahal was a te- ta- 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 Taj Mahalik. Mahalik. I'm sorry. I would not want to. Uh, misinterpret him for the Taj Mahal. No, no uh, totally different. Was a tech deck sponsor, but you misinterpreted that for his name. So, yeah. wow, what a so it, what we, a weird turnaround. So, you wore the Michigan State hat in school. I did. did anybody ever give? Well, it's New Jersey. Nobody came up and didn't uh, give I'm you sure, green. I bet nobody knew what right. it was. Yeah, and it goes it, both it, ways. Man, that's crazy. I wonder if that was like if that played any part in me sub like subconsciously that played a part in me moving to Michigan. Right. Was that the last hat you owned then? No, no, I have. Uh, then I I went from the the green Michigan State hat mm-hmm. to just a navy blue hat. Nothing on it. Nothing on it. Yeah, oh, still, well, you you're not a corporate sellout. I still, yeah, I still have that hat. Do you too. really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So the the you give the go green, and in most scenarios, if you're wearing that gear, you're a Michigan State fan. Mm-hmm. They give you the go white back. But I think there's a handful of people out there similar to you who just have it because they like the look of it the block name, name steve they're all everybody named steve maybe scott maybe yeah sean right? all of the s names have a michigan state hat but you know sometimes they're wearing jerseys and stuff too and you really look like an idiot when they're 10 to 10 to 15 feet away hey go green Wait. Hmm? shut up keep walking just silence like don't stonewall me that's a standard like thing yeah you know they they all the football games half the stadium go green the other half so go white so if you go to a michigan state game which i'm assuming you've gone to oh i football 20 20 to 30 yeah even there you're still doing go green Go white, like if you're walking through the parking lot, you're tailgating. No, people walk by. I was gonna say, isn't it kind of understood? It's everybody, there? right? So the only like time a, you'll be do like it. going to a Jeep club meet and right. like you everybody wave waving. You, yeah, you, right. yeah, we get it. Let's just all stop. All right, we're good. No, that's more of a group think thing. So if you can time it out right, you could be, you know, you could look like a real, real badass. Nice. Because so say there's like a big group waiting to get into the stadium or something, and it's just kind of that murmur, yeah. you know. Lean back and rip off a go green for the group. The whole group yells back, go white. You're part of that community. Now, granted, that community is a bunch of drunk college kids going into a football game, but they're all going to leave at halftime because they're terrible fans. Um, But it's a community nonetheless. Go green. I mean, you got to admit, not very creative. Like they couldn't come up with a most. I think all of most of college teams are like, well, I mean, I guess Michigan is roll tides different, but that's well, that has a meaning at least. Yeah, but I mean it's different. I'm trying to think of other teams, and I, you know, I'm not experienced enough yeah. to know like what Florida does. Florida State do any like probably go like charge Seminoles. Let me tell you about the old Monmouth University fight song. Oh, you got the fight song? Fight, go win. Oh, you got to play it now. <laughs> no idea. Let me. see. You got to find it. They got to have it listed there somewhere. Has to be one. Because there's those iconic fight songs, and, and you know, even as a Michigan State fan, Michigan is an iconic fight song that you know the majority of the public would realize when yeah. they hear it. Um, hail to the victors! Hail right? to the victors! But the problem is, every college feels like they need a fight song. Well, the, I don't even know if my college I went to they had to have. I couldn't recite one word, not a single word. The Monmouth University fight song by the Monmouth Pep Band. So this is, is this YouTube? 
Is this now there's a uh, SoundCloud. Wait. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. Hit them low. Hit them high. Hit them low. Your eagles. Watch our eagles. Oh, there. Okay. <laughs> okay. They all kind of sound the same. They do. Especially that start when it when I heard that what is that the uh, snare snare drum yeah when you hear that boy you're... okay so to uh, so there's some crowd participation to, re- to recap the lyrics are M U M U Monmouth 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 oh boy <laughs> was this when was that written like is this like origin of the university era or is this like hey we need a fresh take on our on our fight song hold on I, I pulled up. Another page, actually, from uh, from the Monmouth website, monmouth.edu, in case you're, uh, in case you're, case, looking, in case you're looking, looking for a school uh, right. on the beautiful Jersey Shore, just less than one mile from the beach. In Is the it really? Beach. Right that close? Yep. Oh, wow. Play the Monmouth University alma mater. Oh, the alma mater. Now that's... Let's hear this. That's always a bummer, though, isn't it? Is this a Christmas song? Joy to the world. Our skills and virtues herald of our dignity. With these praises we salute you, Monmouth University. What is this? This is that's ba- that's like the exact yeah. same r- cadence yeah, of Beethoven. a. Fa- oh, okay. Yeah. Because so. it says music by Beethoven, like you can't just steal. No, that's not even remotely original. Song. You can't just put lyrics behind one of the most famous pieces of classical music ever and call it your all. That's dumb. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. All right, let's see. Uh, Monmouth is out of the running if you're looking for a Jersey Shore University. Now they have a they have a fight song listed here too. Let's see if it's the same one. Oh, fight for dear old Monmouth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fight for dear old Monmouth. Let's fight and do our best. Oh, let's, let's fight. Hide? Let's oh. fight and do our best is oh. a, such a line for a team that never wins anything. Our, you're already giving yourself the proverbial pat on the back yeah. for trying hard. All right, wait here. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna pull these lyrics up here so you can sing along. So we're uh, fight for dear old Monmouth. Words oh, okay. and music by Doctor Gilbert oh, Fell. Oh, great! So not even a musician made it. No. A doctor, Gil Fell. Nice, nice name. Fight for dear old Monmouth. Let's fight and do our best. On fields of play, we'll triumph. We're put to the test. Rah, rah, rah. We'll go a soaring. Victors for the rest. Fight for dear old Monmouth. We ride the blue waves. Oh, is that down? That's a down. Dear old Monmouth. It goes to the top. From the top. <laughs> All right. So which one is is <laughs> legit? Is it this one or the first one? Well, that's the fight song, but the other one's the alma mater. Well, the one you played first was that either. Boy, I don't know. Oh man, Monmouth needs to make up their mind. Yeah. Oh man, that was fun. Reminds me of the old college days, singing around, uh, sitting around, singing the alma mater at the mm-hmm. at the watching the pigskin get thrown around. Man, next uh, next week we'll do mine. 
Uh, we'll start going down the list. <laughs> Recap yeah. all of the universities. You want us and... to sing your fight song? Just send us a yeah. link. It'll go a lot better than two minutes of awkward conversation, so you should get those in right away. Oh, man. How did so, we... Uh, so... so you've been doing work on the house, yeah. uh, and obviously the next logical step was to sing fight songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that um, where we even were? Yeah, so well, I was out. I was outside working on the house today, and Singing you know the fight song. Did you notice that something was sitting in the driveway that I was in the middle of painting, spray yeah, painting? Yeah. So you were fiddling with the window, but then you came out with a can of spray paint. Now this was oh, yeah, a multi, multitasking. This was a small square, what appeared to be a piece of metal. Yeah. Um, like it would encase something, right? Yeah. This was um we. So this weekend we decided to, we, we had been meaning on the list was to paint the living room, paint all the trim, mm-hmm. uh, just needed a, needed a refresh. It was looking pretty rough and we want it to, we're going to have an open house in a couple of weeks. So we want it to look nice. So we painted the whole thing and, um, we were finishing everything up last night and right inside the doorway, right above the, the front door on the inside, like inside the living room, there was a light, like a square light up in the ceiling mm-hmm. and it, it had 50 coats of paint on it probably like the paint was so thick build up on it had to be like what 300 pounds oh yeah yeah but every i kept looking at it i'm like god that just looks like crap like you can see the paint drips on it right and it's like just leave it alone like maybe put a coat of like a fresh coat of white paint on over the top of it just ignore it no one's gonna notice it but i could not i couldn't do it oh no so i took the thing down and I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I'll just scuff it up with some sandpaper, spray it with a can of white. I know I have white spray paint in the garage. I'll just mm-hmm. hit it with white spray paint. When I'm picking away at it, I'm like, man, this paint's really thick. So I uh, got in touch with a buddy of mine who works out at my, what I refer to as my hobby job, uh, the, uh, the the engine mm-hmm. engine Met- and transmission people. Uh, metal fab, right? That's right, yeah. That's how yeah, we yeah, call it in the some, industry. Some CNC work. Uh, no big deal. So I said, <laughs> sent him a text this morning. I was like, he goes, uh, you guys out there today? He's like, yep. I'm like, all right. It's been a while since I sandblasted some random metal. I'm going to come out there. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just go out there. Take me two minutes, sandblast the paint right off of it, bring it back, spray paint it. So, of course, I get out there. But going out there, I haven't been out there in like six months. So I'm out there for an hour talking to everybody, start sandblasting the thing. And after 15 minutes, I had a spot about the size of a quarter <laughs> down to bare metal. There was wow. so much paint on this thing. So you were in the long haul. I, at this point, yeah, I was. Because now, now you can't leave it. Yeah, now I have to do it. So I take the thing out of there. I was like, do you have a grinder that I can use? So then for the next 15 <laughs> minutes, I'm grinding the paint off of it. Got most of it off. Threw it back in the sandblaster. Got the rest of it off. This is like two hours now I have I have into this Invested in this thing. tiny. So we're talking, it's probably six inches by six inches. Yeah, about that. Yeah, so obviously I, empty in the middle because you put it around it. Yeah, and you're at two hours <laughs> for something that no one will notice. No, I think we. You should it take it way. with you. I've never. I flipped that light switch on last night because I was like, "What does this light switch do?" Oh, so that's why that light up. That's there. what I'm messing with. How about that. So then, it, yeah, I get home, finish, you know, sand it a little bit more. And, Use the alcohol to clean it all off. Right. Pull out a can of primer. Fresh, right? Prime the thing. I got a couple coats of paint on it already. This is like fixing a house for someone else sucks. I wouldn't do it. Like all this work. And then last night, of course, we're sitting in the living room after we brought all the furniture back in. We're like, 
huh, this looks really nice. Yeah. Maybe we don't need to move. Yeah. Um, I I told you from the get-go, I think you list it as is because in this market, it's gone in 12 hours anyway. Yeah, I know. The price range you're going to ask is going to be, it's going to be right in the middle of what everybody's looking for. And so you're doing all of the knickknack stuff that people will walk through and go, oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Well, people expect that there's going to be nice paint on the walls. Right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. When we sell our house, I'm not going to vacuum. I might not even like Pack. clean the counter. <laughs> Leave the dogs there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for dogs. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll, I'll Re- put a gate up yeah. in the corner. Return, return the dogs if you don't want them. Yeah. So I can't. You can't go downstairs. The dogs are there. Mm-hmm. So that's the condition of when you walk, and it will be listed at the exact price it will sell for. Because <laughs> in this market, it's yeah. stupid. I think we we talked about briefly a couple weeks ago the garbage house across the street from me that foreclosed on. All the appliances are gone. The back deck was annihilated. I think the way I described it was he, they, the family decided we're going to expand the deck. So they started taking off the spindles on part. Mm-hmm. Man was handed a piece of paper that said your house is foreclosed on. He dropped everything <laughs> so, and had not touched so like it the, since. So the hammer's still laying there. Right, there's tools and I half, would say... Half-eaten pizza yeah, still in a box. And I would say 70% of a deck. Yeah. So it's unusable. And they listed that thing at easily twenty thousand more than what it should be, mm-hmm. and in my mind, forty thousand more. Yeah. But over here, we, oh, it's it. a house! It's a house! Yeah. And they'll get it. That's what's Got sad. A roof? I'll take it. So you sandblasting know. a enclosure? And that thinks I'm nuts. Yeah, and well, she's she's right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would agree. It's so stupid. I'm. That's and then like last an... night, so we're doing a. I had, we had replaced the front door a couple months ago, and I never put up the new. The new trim on the inside of the door. Oh, okay. So I finally put it all up last night, and I so I measured the left side, measured the right side. I'm like, okay, this one's eighty and one eighth inches. So I go downstairs and I cut them. One of them I cut it like seventy six inches. The other one, <laughs> the other one was a half inch too short. I'm like, God, what the hell is wrong with me? I should have just given up then. But I'm like, no, yeah. I'm gonna fix it. Gotta make it right. Oh no. So I'm chiseling away at stuff and cutting pieces and. Like fixing, like uh, uh, mashing pieces of wood together to try and get it to look like one piece. And God, it's just, it's never ending. And then there's one piece. I can't believe it. So there's uh, the the doorway that goes from the kitchen into the living room. Mm -hmm. If you're on the kitchen side of it and you look at the trim, you know, you got a piece of trim that goes up the left side, across the Mm -hmm. top, down the right side. So the piece on the left side looks fine. The piece across the top is about a half inch too long. So the one on the right side comes down like there's angle. a weird gap and there's an angle. So our, our realtor, he's like, yeah, don't go crazy fixing things. But he's like, but that like I would fix that. And I'm like, no problem. That's simple. Take the top piece off, trim a little bit off, put it back up. And then that that right side lines back up. But this has been this way since you lived here. Oh, yeah. Since Annette bought the house. In my mind, that wood's warped. <laughs> it's not well, going to move back. Well, here's here's the thing. If it was just those three pieces around the door, yeah. no problem. Cut that top one down. The left one or the right one then lines up. But the problem is there's also a chair rail that goes around about halfway up the door. So if this if the piece on the right that is angled out is now straight, then there's a gap there. So now i got to get another piece for the chair rail. Oh, but there's also a freaking piece of trim up at the top too that goes all around the room so that one's gonna get shortened up 
So it's like it's I may as well just live here forever and yeah. just fix it. I walked in up the driveway and I made you an offer. That offer stands. <laughs> well, talk to me in a couple weeks. Yeah. Then... <laughs> that offer stands as is. Yeah. I don't want any of your cockamamie improvements. Uh, you know, I want the weird angled trim. <laughs> uh, also, we need to put the call out for the, like we mentioned, the uh, the year the home was built style window. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided unanimously. Now, this is before Annette was here, so the vote was two to zero. We need a stained glass artist. Yeah. We're going to do it like a church window. Mm-hmm. So the living room will look beautiful when the sun is like in that weird angle and spot that it will go through that window for what? Three minutes a day. Yeah. Well, I also, you'll th- be able to watch the eclipse through it. Oh, good call. Right. I'm sure that yeah. I'm sure stained glass. You up. can watch an eclipse through yeah, that. It's actually recommended for it. Yeah. You don't need a cardboard box. Come to Steve's church. Either that, or we'll cover the whole window. Like a lot of people take old windows, like the window sash, oh, and okay. they turn them into picture frames. That's like oh. the new, uh, the new trend. Because it looks all homespun and look at that, like farm-like. So we'll just say, no, it's not a window. That's a picture frame <laughs> that goes all the way through the <laughs> right. wall to the outside. Well, I think we need to offer that. I think we need to make a few bucks to show Annette that this thing's going to work. So the official advertisement: come to Steve's church every twenty years or so. There's an eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the Eclipse Church. The Steve's Eclipse Church. We'll set up a few. Uh, well, we'll get pews. We'll go all out for mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. Come over and we'll all huddle in to look, at, look through the one gap in the window. Yep. Uh, now, now is that? I meant I was talking a little bit about it today at work. Is that like a? Is this a big deal? The eclipse, this total eclipse. Because yes. I feel like, so. The last when was the last time one like this happened? Uh, that we could see. Well, it they happen on a somewhat regular basis, but it's just a matter of whether you can see them or not based on where you are. Oh, okay. Because like we won't be able to see it fully here right it's like what the the midwest it's basically like oregon to like south carolina i I say it's that like a jet stream it's a diagonal yeah diagonal line so if we wanted to see it we'd have to like drive to because my my future brother and sister-in-law or my future sister-in-law and her husband uh are going they're thinking about driving like down to tennessee because they want to see it they live here yeah they live here it's a bit of a trek for an That's eclipse. So I mean, I, I personally, I'd wait for pictures on the internet. Um, okay, so what that, you're saying is this is the official second stop on the Steve and Kyle podcast world tour oh. 2017. We're going, I don't know, find us a city in the belt where we can go yes. and look at the eclipse at one in the afternoon or yeah. whatever it is, and then we're home that evening. That's a demand. Yes. So rem- forget see, everything I said up. about how them driving not however long away was dumb. Uh, disregard what I said a minute ago. This is stop two. Yeah. Yeah. See how 2017 solar eclipse is turning. So from Tennessee the Tennessee into boom, into, into boom towns, solar shine. But yeah, this is a, oh. uh, so we open to the public. Uh, all day long. Don't oh, it's a that. guy hawking his booze. I don't care about that. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at a map right now. So basically, Oh, it's going to, man, if you're in Nashville, if you're listening to this. Oh, yeah, Nashville, you're right there. Or, uh, or Murfreesboro or really anywhere. Uh, Paducah. Ju- if you're south and, I mean, Knoxville's going to be fine. You're going to be, you know, within. So to, what are those time frames? Is that like how long you can see that it? That is, yeah, it, it's 
like the it's total the total eclipse will only last for i mean at the looks like anywhere from 2 to 3 minutes so it's settled we need a host uh, a tour guide? Nope, never mind. We don't need a tour guide. Uh, Sean's coming. <laughs> Sean, yeah. Sean, Sean from Boston. Sean, book your you flight. Are, yep, you better be in Nashville the date of this. Oh, and you better know all about Tennessee oh, and yeah. the surrounding areas. I want historical Tennessee. I want all of the sites to see there and eclipse knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I want, what is I want the date eclipse, of this now? I think the 21st. So we got two weeks. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. Well, someone's taking a day off of work. Yeah, let's do. Let's do it. All right. We're going to the eclipse, guys. Yeah, why not? I've only been to Nashville like three times in the last <laughs> month and a half. Well, we don't have to do Nashville then. We'll do, uh, uh, we'll go right to Hendersonville. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Hendersonville. So, Sean, Buffalo Bills Mafia, you will be in Tennessee, Hendersonville or Clarksville. You can choose. And that is, um, that needs to be August 21st. That's a Monday. You mm-hmm. are our guide. We're going to watch the eclipse. Steve and I are out of there. You do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm in. I'm, so I'm all in. To, we need to be there by one. No, we, to, we want to leave ourselves a little more time than that. <laughs> we're just going to. So are we going to fly down that morning? Fly back that afternoon. Fly, fly back that afternoon. <laughs> we're doing it right to our city, though. We're not doing the Detroit nonsense again. Never again. Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. All right. There it is. All right. So our Eclipse Tour 2017 is underway. I'll start designing the t-shirts when we're done. <laughs> no, there's not a chance I'm doing this again. <laughs> Can you imagine if we took a trip for the Eclipse? Like, I, And I'm not dogging your future sister-in-law because, listen, I travel to yeah. Florida to go to a haunted house. So who mm, am I to say sure. anything, right? We all have our things. But it's I don't two... think they actually will because they, they have a newborn, oh, like a, two, a two-week-old baby at the house. two minutes. Where I'm sure it looks, so is it, is, are we going to be like blacked out? That's what I don't, uh, and I feel stupid asking. I almost asked him, uh, my, my future brother-in-law, I nearly asked him yesterday. Um, but both of them are so much smarter than me. Oh, you're going to sound dumb. Yeah. Like, get dark out during an eclipse. Well, there was a link right on there. It said everything you need to know. Maybe it'll answer it for us. I don't know. I think that even that is, they're going to, it's going to be like, obviously stupid. <laughs> this it's, is one we're not going to answer. Yeah. This you one, don't know this. Yeah, Why are you this here? One, everybody knows the answer to this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. Cause I guess I'm curious about it because I feel like when I was in school, there was a big eclipse, but I don't, and where we had to make, you know, sure, the I, I remember making something out of like a shoebox, and you cut a hole in the one side of it. And then there was. Uh, the the way that the light shined into it, it would then be like a projector, and it projected it right. onto a onto the wall or something. So um, every eighteen months or so, this happens. It's a rare occurrence because it's not rare. Wait, a total eclipse happens every around 18- every eighteen months or so. The moon passes directly between the Earth and the Sun in its orbit. Mm-hmm. It's a relatively rare occurrence because the moon doesn't orbit in the same plane. But when the three bodies line up just right, the moon covers up the disk of the sun. Those in the path will see the sun go dark. Hmm. Huh. So it's going to be dark out for two minutes. Well, there's a YouTube video about why this is a big deal, but I feel like we've talked about this longer than we needed to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we are way out of uh, like the well, range we'll, of where we, well, we we'll, see, we'll see something, we'll right? We'll see something, right? I, I would imagine that we'll see a little bit, like it'll get a little bit darker. Yeah, so they have the shaded band, which you talked about, mm-hmm. uh, 70 miles wide. It's the area where the moon's cert 
moon's shadow will track across the planet's surface, which is the result of the moon moving in its orbit and the Earth rotating. Anyone within this region will see the sun completely covered for a short period of time. What if I'm not in the path? You'll see some form of the eclipse no matter what. You'll see the majority of the sun covered. So I'll be able to look up. I mean, obviously, it's very dangerous to do that without the special uh, the special glasses. But if I have those glasses, I'll be able to look up, and it'll be like if I'm looking at a, at a crescent moon at night, where yeah. it's like you see part of the moon. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's pretty neat. I like that. That's really cool. And that's in the middle of the afternoon, too, right? Like 2 in the afternoon or 2.30 or something? So I thought, yeah, it, I thought uh, it said 1.30. The 130. eclipse will peak at 2.21.52. Uh, oh, because there's this handy website at our zip code, Steve. We will see a partial solar eclipse. It will peak at 2.21 and 53 seconds when the moon obscures 81.1% of the sun. Wow. So even here, we'll still see 81. 80, 80% covered. They've even got a nice little uh, animation for you about how much it's going to cover. Oh, look Isn't at that. Isn't that neat? Huh? Look at that. The more I, think I realize I'm, we're out of the path, though, the less cool I think it is because <laughs> it's just going to kind of be like a fuck cloud. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I might still get the glasses, though. Can you, can you, you build something for those? I don't know. I, I was reading a, like the cardboard thing. I was reading an article last night. Apparently, that's become a big scam with all of the excitement leading up to this eclipse. Everyone, everyone's going online because you have to order. They recommend. Obviously, you can't look right at the sun because it right. cause permanent damage to your eyes. But you can order these glasses that they, I don't know, they're tinted in some kind of way. or they sure. have, So it, it blocks the, uh, the harmful UV rays or whatever. But... They have to have a certain certification on them by like the, oh, uh, the okay. Eclipse Association or whatever. Right. But uh, people are making fake ones where they're basically printing out the logo of the <laughs> of that organization and slapping it on like the 3D glasses you get at the movie theater and saying like, yep, these are the official ones. Man, it's always a scam, isn't it? It always has they, to be a scam. But then they said that like the real, the official ones sell for like three bucks. Right. So it, how much can people possibly be making off of them? Because even if you have, well, a, yeah. even if you get fake ones and then you have to go to the trouble of printing the things out, modifying them, like the, you have to pay for the original ones in the first place. So right. What are you making? Like 10 cents off of them? Yeah. The, the scam but, is not worth the, the long must, haul, but right? But it must be. How many times have you gotten one of those like obviously fake Nigerian scam emails? They wouldn't send them out yeah. unless there was some kind of success rate. Oh, boy, that sounds... You figure if they send out a million of them, they just bulk email people right. for the, the email scams. One person replies and says, yeah, I'll give you 500 sure. bucks. Like, there you go. I you need to be safe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, King Abdullah, I want to help rescue you. I need to send you money so you can get out, but you'll repay me tenfold? <laughs> it's on the way, sir. <laughs> oh, so, man. Yeah, we got... Okay. okay. And, uh, uh, Look for uh, Eclipse T-shirts. Yep, with the, the world design, tour. Design will be made. Uh, design will be finished any day now. Yep, the, uh, the so it's World Tour 2017. Stop two, Steve. <laughs> that is stop two. Yeah. Speaking of T-shirts, we do have an update on them, right? Yeah, uh, and the update has been, well, just briefly, because I do feel a little bad and, and we're responsible for this, right? So... I feel like we need to talk about what's been going on the last three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. So we had the Boston trip on Saturday, July 22nd, Steve. Yeah. We came back. You had your regular work week that week. And then 
so if you want to talk what last week, was it last week or two weeks ago, because we recorded twice in three days yeah. at the end of the month, because this is our first recording in August. Mm-hmm. We recorded on July 26th, yeah. because that Thursday, you flew to Nashville. Put it this way, in the last... Ten and the last like uh, mm-hmm. little under two weeks, I have been on ten different flights. Right, ten flights because we went Detroit to Boston, Boston to Detroit, then uh, Grand Rapids to Chicago, Chicago to Nashville, Nashville to Chicago, Chicago to Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. and then I did uh, let's see uh, Detroit to Baltimore, Baltimore to Detroit. Yep. And then what was the last one? Oh, of course, Grand Rapids to Atlanta, Atlanta to Grand Rapids. Right. Ten flights. And I'm in no way bragging about that. It no, that's been, not like something you're happy with. No, You've it's been, been super busy. I mean, everything that I've done has been enjoyable. Well, except for one, because it was a funeral. It wasn't the most enjoyable thing. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's all been necessary. And all the work-related stuff has been great. But it's like, I'm just beat. So the last thing in the world that I was thinking about was T-shirts. And right. I felt bad because I knew that I kept seeing the messages come in and I would see that you would reply to all of them. Right. So well, where, where do we stand? Where we stand right now is we have the entire list rundown of orders. The order li- deadline's cut off. I'm sorry if you're hearing this now and you did not order one. Mm-hmm. Apologies. It's just too late. Yeah, maybe you can get uh, you can get jump in line on the Eclipse shirts. <laughs> get in early. Get in early. Oh, I got an idea. Maybe like, okay. maybe like uh, one of our faces will be partially covering the other face. To show, oh, yes, like we're eclipsing where the eclipse. Yeah, we'll have to flip a coin or do Rochambeau or something. To well, see yeah, because someone's not going to be seen on the shirt. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's my ear. <laughs> that's Kyle's whole head. Yeah, right. Um, so we have the entire list, and we, within a few days, we are going to be sending out messages to everybody who messages us. Now, if you have not sent us a message on Facebook or Twitter, please do so. I think. Just about everybody did. I know there was a few people who mentioned who they only saw it on Snapchat and said, uh, yeah, that's not, I want one. If you were one of those and you did not send us a message on Twitter or Facebook, please do so. Yeah. We're going to be sending out a message, and essentially it's going to have a PayPal address. We're going to ask you to leave. Make sure you leave in the notes your size, your mailing address. Um, I think those were the main ones, yeah, right? Yeah, your name, your size, and your mailing address. Yeah, and Basically, the message that we send out, whether it's to your Facebook, to your Twitter, or to the couple that we got via email. Yeah. Um, it'll have all the instructions in there. It'll be it'll be foolproof. Yep. Very simple to do. And basically, once we have uh, like the majority of those paid for, we'll place the order. Takes about three days or four days to get all the t-shirts back. And then I'm assuming that sometime like at the end of next week, we'll just be sitting around here one day, stuffing envelopes, and then yep. we'll drop them off at the post office. Yeah, we'll make, a, we'll make a big mass order. If everything goes according to the way I would really like it to, we would have these out in under two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we, I know we mentioned that last time, last week was eh, in a couple weeks, uh, but I, I I want this done. I know Steve, you want yeah. this done as well. well. That's purposely why we didn't ask. We didn't want people sending money two weeks ago or three weeks right. ago when we first talked about it because I don't I don't I don't like the idea of holding anyone's money. Yeah, I didn't want people thinking out. either that you know. Oh, what if this all turns out to be a scam? It's not. Yeah. These are happening. Yeah. Um, so I would please. say from from the time that you 
uh, from the time that you pay to the time that you get your shirt, it'll be a little under two weeks. Yeah. So please bear with us. I mean, we're uh, we're, but, we're we're trying. It's literally just Steve and I. Yeah. If you want, yeah, If you want us to sign those shirts, too, just let us know. If you're curious on having those shirts vandalized, let us know. <laughs> Uh, that is going to be the weirdest. If anybody asks that, that's the weirdest thing I'll have ever been asked to do because yeah. that's so crazy to me. Yeah. This is two hours of nonsense. Just to recap, we've talked about Monmouth's fight song, <laughs> your jet ski and starboard today. So if you want a shirt signed by two idiots who talk about that, uh, I, I, I guess, uh, go ahead. Uh, so let us know in the comments or whatever, send us a message, but yeah. In a few days, we'll be sending out those messages. Please bear with us. Thank you for waiting. Uh, but you know what? You didn't, you didn't go on the trip, so I don't, I don't have to feel bad. Yeah, exactly. The people who went on the trip, did you see all those pictures that we got yesterday, Steve, from yeah. from our friend Adam, the, the truck driver? They're, on, they're all over our Twitter. Oh, I retweeted really? like five of them. He took our... Oh, no, no, no. I did. I did. Okay. I did. Yep. At, he took our shirt on the road, Steve. Did he? He was in Washington, D.C. We've got pictures. Of Columbia. He's got pictures of our shirt in front of the Lincoln Memorial, uh, the Washington Monument. Good, man. When were you? When was he there? Uh, it must have there. been yesterday. I think oh, it was, was happening say, I was, yesterday. I was there just a week ago. So, uh, yeah. And if when you get these, obviously, uh, send us the pictures of where you're wearing them, the exotic places or the regular places. Like, if you use the thing as a, you know, as like a sweat rag in your tool shop yep uh, that's gonna hurt my feelings but please send that picture it. along too Man. you paid twenty dollars for a sweat rag boy look at this adam this is great that was fan- you, you look at our twitter twitter we're at steve and kyle look at there see what adam did if you go to any cool places like adam you have to take pictures like that i don't care how weird you feel in the middle of the public doing that it is a mandatory oh, that, those, mandatory those are some nice pictures in front of the Isn't washington it? monument very nice Kudos. Very nice. Excellent, Adam. Kudos. We're like Flat Stanley. Take us right. all over the world and take pictures right. of us. So uh, that's the update on the shirts. Mm-hmm. Hopefully everybody will have those in hand within the next week and a half, two yeah. weeks, something I would, like that. I would say, yeah, I would say two, two, two and a half weeks because I figure it'll take a couple days before we uh, get all the payments for them and then place yeah, and the And we'll need to figure out, we're going to need to print all these shipping labels and get all this posted. So... Um, again, we're figuring it out, mixing in Steve's travel schedule, me being back to work. It's already uh, hectic enough. Yeah, it's kind of nice. The travel season is, for the most part, done. I, right. We have one, I think the next time we travel is October, which is okay. great for the for the radio show. Well, obviously after the Eclipse trip. After Yeah, after Eclipse trip 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than this coming weekend, we have a, a short little trip. To the other side of the state once again. I feel like I've driven driven to Detroit. You have about a half a dozen times. Yeah, you really in the have. Last three days. That's crazy. Um, but my bachelor party is this weekend, and I honestly did not realize it until maybe a little less than a week ago. Right. I knew that it was it's coming here. up, but I don't know. I'm surprised. Oh man, man, it's August seventh already. That's crazy. But I'm I'm still thinking like, oh, it's June. It's finally summer. Oh, look at that! And here we are. Just like, started. Yeah, looking down the barrel at uh at Labor Day in just a couple of weeks. Oh, which is insane. It's um, right there. Oh, but yeah, so I I um got a text. My brother has been like text me or email me mm-hmm. back and forth because uh, he's the one that's organizing everything. So he's been I've been seeing emails from him going out to about. 15 people or so and uh, some people can go some people can't but yeah we got uh we we're just days away from from the big bachelor party. do you have 
a semblance of a total? I don't really. No. I don't know. I, I mean, I know that um, like the guys from the radio show are going, but I think that most of them are just going for Saturday. Okay. Uh, like they're going Saturday because we're, we're going to go to, we're going to Detroit. Um, I'm going on Friday and I believe that the plan, the, the loose schedule is uh, dinner and casino on Friday night, obviously a bunch of drinks. And then Saturday we're going to go to a Tigers game. Now the Tigers game isn't until six o'clock. So my brother just the other day forwarded me an email from uh, my buddy Dave Kim, who used to work with us at the radio station. Mm-hmm. Dave was the promotions manager, the promotions coordinator, or promotions director. Yeah, at the radio station now lives in Detroit, and he works for the Detroit Free Press. So the email from Dave to my brother said, "Hey, I'm going to be at the Tigers game, but I have to work at an event during the day." It's a taco festival. Yeah, what yeah, I was Do well, you want me to days. get do you want me to get you guys tickets to the taco festival? To taco days. To which of course I said absolutely get us tickets to taco festival. Ridiculous, right? Because what better way to pregame? What better way to, you know, to to get ready for the the big game, the big Tigers game, <laughs> eating tacos for 4 hours or 5 I don't hours. No, man. They'll, right. do, they'll do a festival for anything these days. I guess so. I mean, there's you see beer fests everywhere. There's dessert fests. So that's the now that's an afternoon plan. It's an afternoon plan. Yeah. Okay. Because I would imagine that after Friday night, we're probably not going to be uh, up at six a.m. to not. hit the ground running. Um, because so, yeah, I I know we talked about this. So you're going to be there Friday night. I'm gonna be there Saturday night because I, I got a plan be for there. you. I will got be a plan there for you Saturday morning. Got a plan for you. I got realized a plan for yesterday you. that I cannot do Friday. Why not? Katie works. I work. So the earliest I get out is four, which means the dogs are home all day. Ah, you got a dog sitter? I'd bring them there today because of this thing, <laughs> this idiotic little thing we do. I'll tell you what. I'll give you the cash that you need. That's not the point. Oh, it is the point. That's not the point. It's well, here's here's what's uh, so so you because I I know that um, uh, you were you were looking at like the hotel that we're going to be staying at is ridiculously expensive, well, yeah, which I didn't yeah. even realize. But we got it covered because uh, my brother booked two rooms. Okay, he booked um, so my brother and my brother in law are going to stay in one room. Okay, and. Me and my buddy Bob, who's also flying out from New Jersey, are going to stay in another room. Right. But there is, I believe, a couch. If not a couch, there is all the floor space that you need. Oh, well, I got hot a dog. I got a uh, an air mattress I can all bring right. for you, all at the cost of zero dollars. <sighs> there you go. You got a place to stay, so you can at least use that Saturday night to Sunday. Because you're not you're not driving back after the game. You're not just showing up for the day. It's not happening. Not happening. Are the rest of your side gig going home Saturday? Don't know. Okay. No, no. They actually told me today because they were in the studio and they were like, hey, we're booking a hotel right now for your, uh, for, same, for your bachelor party. Are same spot? I'm not sure. Okay. Hmm. So there you go. I can even get you a ride to and from if you uh, if you go Friday to Sunday. The problem is if I go, if I, I, mean, I can't do Friday. Oh, the problem is that you're just coming up with these excuses. Here's the deal. Here's what I'll, here's what I'll promise you. I'll go Saturday to Sunday. I can't do Friday to Sunday. Yes, you can. I can't. Why say no when yes feels so right? Because I would die on the vine out there. I can't hang. I can't. You think do I can? That? You think I can? <laughs> you saw me in in uh, in Boston. 
was like lunchtime. And I'm like, oh boy, I'm that guy on vacation, <laughs> ready to Steve. go home. And a lot of people would say, you know, it's a, it's a buzzkill. That last day, like, so say, you know, hey, we're on vacation, we're in a drive away, we're headed home Sunday. I want to be on the road by like seven. I texted you when we were both on vacation <laughs> yeah. like a month ago, right? Yeah. We were up in the UP. You were in northern Michigan. And I said, I bet you I'll beat you home. Yeah, and, and you, you did. Like, and I did. We were on the road by like eight o'clock because I wanted well, to be home. Well, here's the thing. If you think about it, you're leaving here Friday afternoon. Right. So by the time we get there, it's, it's, it's night. Dinner, casino, bed. Get up the next day. That's a full day. There's no no denying that. Saturday's a full day. Saturday's a full day, full day. But then Sunday morning, just leave early. Hit the road. But that's the thing. If I end up having to stay with, or if I end up you know, getting a ride over there, I'm at mm-hmm. the whim of whoever's. That's true. We, we could. Uh, we, I could drive. Caravan. I yeah. could drive. Just follow us over. Pen me in for Saturday. That's, that's nothing. Pencil me in. Ooh, okay. For overnight Saturday. Oh, no, 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 no. You're penned in for overnight. Erase me from Friday. <laughs> no, no. Friday is, let's call Friday TBD. Let's Fri- call Friday, Friday TBD. Friday TBD. Friday night TBD. Yeah. Saturday night pen. You got to at least commit to one night. You got to oh, do it. man. You got to do it. I really don't. Yeah, you do. We did Boston for nine hours. <laughs> I can do Detroit in 12. <laughs> You're not going to want to, though. You're not going to be able to have enough fun. You're not going to be able to have the fun that you want to have. Because oh, it's going to be like, you know, seventh inning stretch, and everyone is finally going to be getting to the point where they're, like where I... they're nice, and, nice and lit, and you're going to be like, well, guys, sorry, but i got to stop because i got to hit the bricks. Are we going to be doing this like I also do sporting events? Like if it's, uh, you know, seventh inning, we're all going to... Oh, yeah, probably. The, road. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the team's not very good this year. No, they're on the, de- they're on the downslide. Even if they were... Don't care. <laughs> I just thought that it would be fun to have everyone there. To- no, I, I love going to those games. Uh, the mm-hmm. it is. I mean, it's obviously professional sports. It's tough to get like drunk at just because it's uh, it's A super expensive. Yeah, yeah, we we did it. I did it earlier this year, and I saw some tabs that were not meant for mm-hmm. the amount of people. Do they um do they frisk you when you walk into a stadium? No, if you don't have a bag, you're good. So if I got a... You go through a detector. I don't detect They might wand you. Mm. Why? What are you thinking? Flask. Can you get a plastic flask? I think it's Boom. A, I think it's called a... Copyright. Cup with a lid. Verbal copyright right there. Or verbal trademark. I'm going to call it the flastic. Or the plask. The plask. That's better. The pl- okay. All right. Plask. Well, now I'm in. Now I get 30%. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a 26. I can do that. <laughs> I was angling for 10, so I'll take this. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I wonder if that would ding on a, I mean, it would ding one, on a metal detector, oh, I'll just get obviously. one of those bladders that you wear, like a camel pack. I'll just say I got a, a metal ankle. We'll see the incision. Everybody will know. <laughs> it's true. Of course, the flask would be in your pocket. There's no reason. No, I'll put it on my shoe. <laughs> wear combat boots. Yeah, right. Sir, are you wearing uh, calf-high military tradition boots? Uh-huh. Yeah, you got it. Yep. I really like the stability, officer. Yeah. Well, it uh, reminds me of when I was in the service. You ever? Uh, They're not going to question you then. You ever do any time, soldier? <laughs> and you boy, ever, there's you no, ever served in a forward area? <laughs> I don't know if there's any bigger scumbag than guy uh, imitating military. Oh, yeah. yeah, stealing valor so a, you can get a flask a into a ball game. <laughs> we did... 
Um, so the last round we did, we had like really nice tickets that got us access to a lounge, but it was all the same prices. We did four shots of rum chata mm-hmm. and two beers. Delicious, by the way, rum mm-hmm. chata. Guess the guess the tab for just that. Four shots of rum chata and beers. Beers. Hmm. At a ballpark. Uh, those shots had to be, I'm going to say 15 a piece. So that's 60 beers or eight bucks a piece. So yeah, you're looking at just shy of a hundred bucks, 92 bucks. No, we got, it was, it was, it was 60 bucks. Oh, wow. That's actually $10 shot of rum chata. Wow. That's a lot cheaper than I thought it would be. I saw a $10 shot and I nearly fell off of the stool. Yeah. Well, I had, um, when we were in Atlanta for radio camp, I got a, I, my new drink now. I'm, I'm fully on board with the, uh, the crown and Sprite crown sprites your thing, huh? But man, they're like twelve bucks, thirteen bucks each. What? Depending on where you are, because we went well, to a we went to a Brazilian steakhouse where everything is insanely expensive. Whoa! And somebody else, somebody took us there. They were paying for it, so I'm like, oh, well, they're paying for it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get a couple of these things. But yeah, they're like twelve, thirteen bucks a piece. Because like the Falcons have that brand new football stadium coming out this year, and they have like the fan friendly is what it's called. Yeah, pricing. You get Cokes for $2, beers for 4 or 5 and you're going to go spend at a bar outside of the arena 12 to 13 yeah. for a crown but and what Sprite. Are they, but what are they? They're still getting you, what, 125 bucks a ticket, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to sit in a decent spot, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to end up paying up um, because this, it just came to light. That, so the Lions, the, the, the team I'm a fan of, there, they had open practices and a walkthrough. They just did a bunch of renovations and a bunch of reporters walked through. And one snapped a shot of the scoreboard where they had the meal deals. Oh, I bet they were great. Right? So this one, the one that was talked about the most, was two sodas and a popcorn, and it was twenty four ninety five. Oh, yeah, that's that's like when you go to the movie theater and you say, "Oh, would you like to upgrade for only a nickel more? We'll give you this drum of coke." Yeah. <laughs> well, no, just don't charge me as much for a smaller one. So, and then the hot dog in a soda was 14.95. So, what's the more expensive one there? You talking soda? You talking 6-8 bucks for the soda and 6 for the dog in that situation? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably 8 bucks for a beer. I think 8 bucks for a beer. Well, 8 um, bucks for a beer would be great. Have, yeah, I Probably six, five, six bucks for a for a soda. Ooh, beer prices are going to surprise you at the ballpark Saturday. Are they? Nine and a half. Are they really? Yeah. That's why it's just not. Ugh. That's why when we go, we drink a lot early mm-hmm. and walk there, type of thing, or get a that's, whatever that's where, shuttle. That's where there. Taco Fest comes into Taco Fest. So Dave Kim, Dave Kim, uh, not listening. We better have drink tickets. <laughs> I I'm so I want I want at least a, at least a half a dozen taco tickets. Yeah. Well. I got to tell you, I've kind of migrated away from tacos the last few years to back to the walking taco like I'm oh, in junior yeah. high. So there better be Dorito stands yeah. so I can make well, a Fritos, walking taco. You got to do it with Fritos. Oh, no. No. What? No, you go Doritos. Oh, I don't know. You go spicy nacho on the base. <laughs> you go probably up to a quarter pound of ground beef. Yeah. You throw some rice on there, white, brown, oh, whatever rice. your fancy Look is. At you. Now, if you're a heathen, you throw guacamole on it. Oh, you don't like guac. Hey, guac. Guac, avocado, get all that green slimy garbage away from me. <laughs> yeah, but it barely has any taste. It's I hate it. it it's I, a superfood, though. It's a feel thing, too. Like, I feel it, and I, it's that inside the, the, the shell, you know, it's all, it's like goo that you'd see in an alien movie, right? <laughs> like, an alien walked on this wall, they left avocado slime behind it. <laughs> That's the only way to describe it. 
I can't come around on it. All right. I can't come yeah, around. It, honestly, it took me a while before I was uh, Team Guac. Really? Yeah. I, right. I love it now. I mean, it did Chips and guac. Oh, can't get any better. Boy, you and Katie, enjoy those. I cannot be convinced. I can't do it. Like, I, But I'm a guy, you know, I I think I just, I mean, I'm coming around on lettuce on my hamburgers and stuff. Oh, really? But And it's not that I, I mean, I have salads. I love a salad. Love a salad. But I've always, whenever I see lettuce or something on a hamburger, it's not, oh, you don't even taste it. Then why are you putting it yeah. there? It's then at that point it's an ornament. Yeah, it took me a long time before I wanted because I like when I was a kid it was hamburger ketchup. Oh, that's okay. it. Yeah, nothing on it. I like a pickle sometimes a mayo, but then you're talking a real slip and slide on the top of that bun. Yeah, yeah, but if you get the the little little uh, 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 like toothpick through it, oh holds yeah, it, holds keep it, it together. Yeah, yeah. keep it solid. Not holds enough it places to do that anymore, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh man, back cutbacks. To, back to the glory days. Do like. Are those part of cutbacks kind of like the pizza boats or the, you know, the, the footstools in the middle of the pizza? Because mm. those are far more useless yeah. than the toothpick through the hamburger. What do they do? Well, I, I never, no idea. I never understood what they were for. No, it's, it's literally, I mean, it's an ornament. It's, it's decoration in the center of your pizza. Yeah, what the hell do they that do? That looks like an ottoman. That's a, that's an excellent point. Cause I never, I never really thought about what. The purpose of so them if, was. If I Google footstool in my pizza, do you think I'm going to get anything no, about no, that? No, probably not. Uh, I think just Google Ottoman thing in the pizza. middle of pizza. <laughs> By the way, and I apologize because this is far and away the dumbest podcast we've ever done. Uh, this is number 54. Oh. What do you got? It's just such an obvious answer. Hang on. Hang on. Let me really think about this one then. But this... So the lid doesn't crush on top of the pizza. Yeah. But that doesn't explain that why when so you go sense. to a place and order a pizza and you're eating in, sometimes that still has oh, yeah. it. yeah. Like we could go to the, the pizza place around the corner, and if we're sitting there eating it, they'll it bring our pizza there. out. And why are you putting it there? Oh, yeah. Hmm. The mystery deepens. Huh. So I think what's logical is that we're eating, like, heat lamp pizza. They've been preparing that pizza to go out. Mm-hmm. You know, hmm. All right. Well, we answered the burning question oh, of the boy. day. Hashtag pizza ottoman. Use that <laughs> this week if you communicate with us on Twitter, Facebook. Hashtag pizza ottoman. Spell yes. ottoman however you see fit. O T. I think it's O double T O M A N. I think that's how sure. it's spelled. O T T O M A N. Oh, it looks like it's called a um, pizza nope. pizza tripod. No, it's called a pizza saver. No. It was invented 30 years ago on February 10th, 1983. Well, so that would be 30, uh, 34. 34 years ago. Is that, is that person famous? Like, or, or rich, I mean? Like, is that he a person, millionaire? You mean Carmela Vitali? Oh, Miss Vitali! She got her patent issued for that piece of plastic. Good Lord. So she's a millionaire for the pizza ottoman. I don't know about millionaire, but she's got a patent. Well, if she got a patent on it, that means all of the other places essentially had to pay her to use this. So the Domino's, the Pizza Huts, the uh, other pop, the Papa John's, they all had to pony up, right? Carmela Vitali, net worth. Oh, come on! <laughs> tell me she's in the. Tell me she's in the seven figures. Wow! More. $14.6 million. Oh, get out of here for the pizza ottoman? The current estimated net worth of Carmela Vitali is $14.6 Now, granted, there may be another person 
named Carmela Vitelli, who's worth fourteen point six. I can't imagine. But yeah, good for her. That is the biggest. Yeah, it's called the pizza saver. Uh, the tripod that sits in the middle of the pizzas to stop the box from sticking to the toppings. Huh. Good lord. Well, the article I see about her is that she's been missing for like three years. Yeah, yeah. There's a nobody whole, can find her. There's a whole thing about trying to find her. Even her own patent attorneys seem to have forgotten about this unsung hero. I have emailed the only Carmela Vitali for whom I could find contact details, but she had never heard of the pizza saver. Sounds like a woman. Sounds like what somebody would say who created the pizza saver and didn't want you to know. <laughs> God, who would not know about the pizza? What automatic? that is like. And this is such a niche thing to say because who you just drop off the face of the earth like that. The only other thing I can think of, do you remember as like the first sports Twitter account and website, Sports by Brooks? Yeah. And he just Stop. gone four and a half years ago and nobody knows where he is. People think it's like a mental health thing, but no, just dropped so, off so the face he, of the planet. So he was updating his website, updating his website. Yeah. But if you go to it, it's still. Well, he had, so he had stopped. So his like last like five tweets were all really weird about yeah. like soldiers and military and then nothing. And mm-hmm. that was, let me pull up his account quick. That was November 11th, 2013. And it was a link to videos of war stories from a thousand different American veterans organized by name, theater branch of service. Amazing. Uh, the day before the same day, happy veterans day from paralyzed veterans of America. Thank you for your service. Uh, and then he didn't, yeah, nothing since from the 4th of July before that. So sports by Brooks, which was, like I said, it was Deadspin before Deadspin. Yeah. But this was, it was more, much more sports central than what Deadspin has become. So sports by Brooks, Carmela Vitale, the two greatest mysteries this planet's ever known, Steve. Up and vanished like mm-hmm. a fart in the wind. Sports by Brooks, Amelia Earhart. If you could find one, who yeah, would it be? Yeah, seriously. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Carmela Vitale. Yeah, gotta I, ask I don't her. Care. Yeah, I don't care about any of the others. Do you think Carmela Vitali was like a super busybody who was just really pissed that her pizza kept getting smushed on the box? So I yeah. gotta stop this. Yeah, honestly, has I to mean, have been right. That's what you know. Necessity is the mother of invention, as they say. Like, yeah, she was pissed, kept getting pizza with uh, you know the pepperoni stuck to the box lid, right. and said, "Why don't they just stick a little ottoman in the middle?" Yeah, one of the one million raised pizzas that all claim to be first in New York probably got yeah. like eighty-five calls from her every. Okay, one more time, just man. ma'am. I can't guarantee the integrity of the pizza when it arrives. What a goal! What an what a simple thing, but she made millions off of it. Like that little plastic piece probably cost pennies, pennies to make. Yeah, I mean. We could mold something like that. Yeah. I mean, but it's so now, like, you're right. You don't see a pizza without it now. Yeah. I mean, if you get one without the pizza, Ottoman, you're probably getting cheese all over the top. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Man. Nobody wants that at all. All right. That's another wormhole of <laughs> absurdity. Again, hashtag. So the bachelor party. Hashtag pizza Ottoman. Hashtag pizza Ottoman this week. And what are your thoughts on it? Uh, pro, anti? You can't be anti-pizza, yeah, Ottoman. No. Why would I even ask that? That's no. stupid. No. Boy. All right, so Steve's bachelor party this Saturday. I am penned in for Saturday night. Yeah. Friday's TBD. I'd say penciled in for Friday, penned for Saturday. Friday's TBD. Penned in Saturday, Saturday night. Okay. All right. I'll take it. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I'm know, looking forward if, to uh, it, man. If you don't show up, if you don't stay the night, this podcast ends today. This is the last episode. Like, 
been a good run, everybody. If this happens to be the last time you hear us. 54 or so, 55 yeah. episodes. Let it be known. Let it be known. Um, there's one thing I wanted to get to. I've talked about this Facebook page a couple of times, Steve. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is... Uh, so I, I, I've i been the waiting... Neighbor, the Neighborhood Watch. Yeah, so I've been... If, if you haven't tuned into a lot of the earlier episodes, this was last summer or last fall. I got kicked out of one of these watchdog groups because I would see about a post a day that had... Hey, bunch of cops by so-and-so, what's going on? And the one that finally pushed me over the edge was cop car at the grocery store by the pharmacy. Anybody know what's going on? And that's that's beyond nosy, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's not anybody's business. There might have been a shoplifter. Who cares, yeah. right? Like, it's not like there was a SWAT team. So I made a post on one of these pages saying, uh, just heard a car door was very loud. Is everyone Okay. <laughs> And so like 80% of the people joined in and they were like going along with the joke. Yeah. But apparently there were a few people who took it the wrong way. So the administrator of this page messaged me like, Hey man, I've had like four people request that they, that you take this down. They said it's very inappropriate. So they won't even go directly to you. No, 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 no. There is nothing worse than Guy who can't just confront somebody when he has a problem. It's with online them. on a joke Facebook post, right? Like yeah. it's all lighthearted. People are laughing. My phone's blowing up with notifications because people in this group, I think sixty percent of them think the same thing, and they just put up with the other forty percent, right? Yeah. But uh, if I, you're I, gonna go, yeah, if you're gonna complain, yeah, that, that's like you know, if you got a problem with your coworker, just go and tell them, right. Don't go to the boss and say, hey, boss, can you tell? Right. Because inevitably that boss is going to have to go to that person. And who do they think is going to happen? Yeah, and say, hey, there was a complaint. It's one of your coworkers. Right. Go down. Go the other way down the hallway. Yeah. Deal with it head on. Yeah. Hey, man, just wanted to know, can we work this out? Right. No problem. Especially cool. if it's something super stupid. Yeah. You know, oh, my, my, uh, the guy in the next cubicle is radio is too loud. Yeah. Or, hey, you're, uh, you know, move the trash can. It's mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what it's very dumb. Ugh, grow so up. I ended grow up, up, you baby. I get your, you are overgrown. They're all on Facebook and the, yeah, they're overgrown children mm-hmm. who are tattling like said children. Right. Mm-hmm. And these are all the people worried about their children. You know, all the posts are, uh. Well, 80% of the posts now are, uh, hey, found this dog missing. Okay. And I, I'm, I that's am, totally fine. I'm good with that. Yeah, I am pro uh, uh, helping lost dog yeah. at home. And the other percentage are what I talked to you about, uh, busybodies. Yeah. So There's, I got uh, booted. The wind, for- the wind blew today. Didn't anyone yeah. uh, see the leaf that fell out of my tree? Yeah. And now we had we had storms here like a month ago, bad, where power was out for a lot of people for like three days or four days. So now anytime... Power goes out anywhere. There's 8 million posts within two minutes. Power's out. Is it ever going to come back? Has anybody heard anything? But people also don't understand the use of this page, Steve, because I found... So this is the old page. I got booted. Mm-hmm. So they, you're gone. They, the guy couldn't handle it. So, so, did you, so you found a different, well, similar page. I had. I found the similar one, so... Or did you go, like, you go fake Facebook account so no. you could get back in? Boy, I don't care that much. Yes, uh, not Kyle. I'm... Schmile. Lyle. I'm the Jewish virgin. <laughs> Kyle, I'm Schmile. <laughs> um, it's just your profile picture, with but, a, you, but you have like a menorah on a table in front of you <laughs> or a yarmulke. And a yarmulke. Yeah. And then maybe for a, like I'll paint on some curls. Yeah, curls. Yeah. Yeah. 
so f- speaking of those storms, when we were gone, one uh, we ended up with a bonus kids pool. So like a little round so blue flew, one with flew into your yard. Yeah, a little round blue one with shapes on it and everything. Uh, my dad saw it, put it underneath the deck. I didn't think anything of it. We didn't need it, but I wasn't going to go, you know, fold it and throw it in the garbage. Yeah, or like knocking door to door. Yeah. So my mom sends me a text. must have been a week, week and a half later. said, hey, somebody on this page is looking for a pool on your street. So I had to bite the bullet. I had to join this page so I could go find this post because love my mother to death. But to try to figure out how to tell her and ask her to take a screenshot and send it yeah, to me was not going to happen. Yep. So I joined, I found it, I sent this lady a message, and against my better judgment, Steve, I did not leave the group. This all That all went great. So this mother got her pool back for her son. Her son was very grateful. Yep. They left like a nice thank you note in our door the next day to like the pool rescuers. <laughs> it was very sweet. Yeah. So I stayed in this group, and people don't seem to understand the full purpose of it. Because the new big thing, and I, I can't get involved in this either, is like Facebook garage sales. Are yeah. you familiar with that? Yep. Yeah. And basically, pe- you just you post the garbage that you don't want. Yeah. So it'd be like the the paid equivalent, well, not paid, but equivalent of like you posting uh, junk wood in front of your house sure. on Craigslist, right? Yeah. But this is all types of stuff. So I, I sent got an old go kart. I got a yeah. yeah basketball hoop. Yeah, this doesn't work. This is broken. Five dollars. I see people selling clothes, whatever. But this is not the correct page, so that's why this one kind of struck me as weird. So I sent you a screenshot of what somebody is selling on this Facebook page right. because I, I had never seen anything like this before, and the pictures will shock you when you I, see them first. I have it pulled up, but I haven't focused on it yet, so I'm gonna yeah. Double if you can, I don't even. Oh, good yeah. God. So I don't know. This is my very first experience with what's called a reborn baby doll. Oh, that's disgusting. Now, I don't know if you've if anybody out there has heard of these things. So this... they are the most lifelike things I've ever seen. So this woman had a post. Oh, this is on one of the yard sale pages. Uh, new hand done hair all rooted. And then she posted like, a link to her, not a link, but like her eBay username, mm-hmm. $200 starting bid for this terrifyingly realistic oh, baby. The, this picture here, the the top left one. Yes. That looks like, I mean, like I said, um, uh, Annette's sister just had a, her sister and brother-in-law. They just had a baby. This is like a picture that she sent to us. Like, oh, look, nope, look, yeah. at him, look at him sleep. Like, that like, is a real baby. Like a tuft of hair. Yeah. Uh, the the facial expressions look incredibly lifelike. Yeah. Uh, and if you look, I know it's this covered. This right here? Yeah. Good God. So I did a little reading on these and reborn baby dolls. Oh, you totally are a creep now on the internet. Hopefully you did that in like incognito <laughs> mode or something. Reborn baby dolls are apparently this huge sect of the internet and they're used to quote replace a child once lost or a child that has grown up. Mm. So the second part is what we need to focus on because in a million years I I pray I don't have to share the grief of somebody who loses a child. Yeah. So whatever you have to do to cope, yeah, feel free. I, I'm on board. Feel bad for but, you. Quote, I can't imagine that. A child that has grown up. So can you imagine if you went home to visit your mom <laughs> and you see her in her chair and she's plucking hair 
into a baby doll while looking at your baby picture uh. and saying, I just missed you so much, Steve. <laughs> so these are oh in these are in the news frequently because of their realistic appearance. Reborn dolls have occasionally been mistaken for real babies and rescued oh, yes. and rescued from parked yeah, cars. Yeah, we talked about this just a couple of months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a, I mean, typical story that you hear over the summer. About uh, somebody walking out to their car after leaving the grocery store and they look in the car next to them and they see what they think is a baby in a baby seat in the back seat of a car. They throw a brick through the window and save the thing only to find out it's a freaking Cabbage Patch doll. Oh, man. I, that's but good crazy. God, I, I, if I were to see this. I would too. I would too. Yeah, exactly. But I, that needs to be stated that these people are bringing them and treating them like babies in public, putting them in car. This again, I'd never seen anything like this. And I saw those pictures and I thought this woman's selling a baby. Yeah. For $200 until you read it. That's That's a good good deal. Good deal. A baby. Nice deal. Uh, you know, the, the materials alone, there are worth the the baby making materials (laughs) leg alone, get you 50 bucks. So that's a bargain. Um, so I read a little more on these, there's three steps called reborning and or uh, reborning and newborning. So reborners take like old dolls and they totally refabricate them, clothe them, hair, all the whole lot. Newborners, they uh, they buy they create a they have like a kit, and so they like pick different parts. Like I want a chubby left so it's arm, like a Mr. Potato Head. They yes. put it together themselves. Other supplies not provided in the kit can be purchased separately. They come like with already what? disassembled baby and select supplies. The secretist doll company started making them in 2005. In 2009, they began producing supplies, tutorial videos. And yeah, there's like four companies that sell these things. Mm. They, so other suppliers offer product lines that give reborners a chance of body parts and skin tones to make a customized doll. So these things, Steve, as you saw there, go from 200 and you can find them. Oh, I bet thousands, right? Into the thousands yeah. of dollars that, for reborn baby dolls. That doesn't surprise me at all. The the prices of like these uh, these very bizarre hobbies never surprise me because, like we've talked about on the radio show before, like you can start any sentence with, "Do you think that there's someone that's into?" And the answer is always yes. And if there's one person into it, there's a million people into it. And if there's a if there's a market for it. It's going to sell. It's going to sell for a lot of money. Because it, it but I think the reason for it is it is because it's such a small environment, right? Yeah. So the price drives up because this, sure because they can't this they old can't bitty ma- they can't mass produce millions of them for, right for ten cents a piece. I am doing some very quick looking because there is a good chance the Stephen Kyle podcast is world tour we're getting a baby doll is taking another trip. If I can figure out the dates on this, Steve. So once a year. In Orlando, Florida, they have the International Reborn Doll Artist Conference. Dude, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to do it. You know that that would be an angry mob of women. (laughs) Oh, they would kill us. So, in January 2006 in Las Vegas, Doll Reader Magazine sponsored the Reborn competition at the first Reborn convention Doll Reader Magazine started publishing 25 years ago and is published nine times a year. Wait. We need a subscription. Hold on. That, you said the... Re, Doll the re, Reader Magazine. But the the different kinds are reborns and... Yeah, well, so it's all reborn baby dolls, but the people who do them are either newborners or reborners. reborners. Do you think that there's like a rivalry between 
the two uh, the two oh. sects. Oh, what? The Erda. International Reborn Doll Artist Organization. <laughs> and oh, they've got tutorials. <sighs> this is they're founded in two thousand five. We are not a guild. They do not require any level of expertise. So we're becoming members. <laughs> Good God, that that is weird, man. But that's really weird. So let it be known that in so this neighborhood, there is a woman yeah. who's hand rooting hair and selling her craft. I should have taken her name and looked for her store on eBay to see. Like, I wonder, like, I wonder how much profit she makes off that. Like that baby that she was right. selling for two hundred bucks. How much do you think she has into it? Well, like, is it because it's basically like uh, people who build RC cars? Yeah, like those, uh, like the gas RC cars. Oh yeah, it's you know, a racket. You, yeah, right. you like oh, I need a new, uh, I need a new wheel, need a new arm. Need yeah. a new, like, I think it all comes down to how much she had to pay the child's hair she stole from. Hmm. You know, because a lot. Does Annette do yoga? Or oh, well, no, that yeah. wouldn't be yoga. You that know? would be no. I like, bet she's doing uh, yeah, she like Zumba or Pilates yeah. or something. Yep, I bet that's what she's doing. Oh, I gotta call it. I gotta go do it with her. <laughs> been looking to lose this beer belly. You know, I've been I was off work. I I refuse to step on the scale. Yeah, because I was off work for ninety days and immobile for for a portion of it, and then not exactly exercise mobile for a lot of it. Terrified. Won't do it. Yeah. Will not step on this scale. Just gonna. Hope you just have to do that uh, that that diet that you loved so much. Oh, the whole thirty. Do it again. Yeah, yeah, I could bring back the whole thirty, and I bet you I would be mean as a bear, but I would lose a ton of weight in thirty yeah. days. I need to do a modified. If anybody out there knows, like a nice halfway point between being a fat slob and whole thirty, please tell me because whole fifteen. Well, oh man, I could. I've always. Have you done? Have you ever done like a a ten day or seven day? cleanse thing. No, but I've always been interested in Me it. too. Steve. What do you think? Are we doing a cleanse? Are we doing a cleanse or are we doing a cleanse? <laughs> We're gonna do a cleanse. Now, there's a ton of different cleanses, so we have to find one. I we have to find I, one I don't that think works I could do us. ten. I would do seven. Do it. Let's do a seven. We can find a seven day cleanse. So I, I kind of want to. The I'll do it. I'm I'm dead serious. So this so is So that, that means that you eat nothing solid for seven days. I think it depends. I'm assuming most of them are you have essentially different forms of green shakes mm-hmm. two or three times a day, right? And that's okay. all. That's it. That and maybe like coffee yeah. or water, but that's it. Yeah. And I don't even do coffee. So, so oh, you're, to, you're off the coffee wagon. I had almost a year. Are you really? I, I haven't I had coffee since the morning that. I had the fart attack. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that was like August 26th. So I you'd think. be just hammering water and green shakes. I already do. I drink so much water as it wow. is. So we need to find we need to find a nice seven day cleanse. Okay, if anyone has a recommendation, yeah, I don't want your homemade one. I get it; a, yeah. it probably works for you. That's great. I just want to get one that's mass produced that I can buy, like you know, the eight millionth shaker thing for our house that'll throw away in a week. <laughs> yeah, I know, and yeah, a booklet. The, yeah, the thing that has one use; it yeah. can only be used for one specific <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. this is perfect if you want a guava mango watermelon <laughs> right. shake. Anything else? Not going to work. No, you need to buy this other accessory. Yeah. So we need to find one of those that has, you know, a tiny little book that says mix this, this, and this, and here's That's some other thing. ideas. That's the thing. I need to be, I need it spelled out for me. I need to see day one, breakfast. This is what you need. And at the back of the book, it has like the shopping list for yeah. everything you need. And because I'm a, I'm a bit of a picky eater. So for me, I'd prefer like if there's anyone you could do like a fruit with fruits mm. or anything, yeah. I prefer those. 
Um, but I, you know, I, I, I eat kale, I eat lettuce. I'm not a big tomato fan, but blend it up. I'm sure it'll be fine yeah. with all the other garbage. <laughs> I think a seven day cleanse would be fine. Now, oh granted, boy, I bet that I bet we would be so happy to be around, or so so well, we would so great to be a around. Seven day abortion, we would have to do a record at some point during that seven day. I think we would have to do it. We would have to modify the schedule so we do. Day one we record, and, the and then day. day seven we record. Yeah, I think so. That's day a good one will be like, "This is great." Hey, did you try good. mine? Tastes just like strawberries. Yeah. And then day ten, it, it's a six-minute podcast. And, two minutes of it is the intro. It, yeah, and two minutes of the intro. Three of it is us yelling at each other. Yeah. And, Shut up! <laughs> I can't do this anymore. And then hear the door eighty percent close because it won't go the whole way. And then you get mad that the door won't close, so you yeah. just start jamming yeah. on it. And then just randomly, all right, we're out of here. <laughs> See you next week. You know how to find us. <laughs> and we walk out. Okay. So the Stephen Gow podcast cleanse is happening. Yeah. Now, do we so. just keep this between us? Do we try to recruit the uh, the significant others? Um, I don't know if Annette would do a cleanse. I think Katie would. Because uh, I, I've brought I don't know up. If I want to sucker another person into that deal. I've brought up the idea to her before, and I. I don't know. Maybe she would. Maybe she would. I guess it it, we'll it, all de- it all depends on what the cleanse would be, Seven but I, I've always cleanse. been interested in doing one of them. Yeah. I just need to make sure that it is planned out in advance. So I know like, okay, I don't have any travel for the radio show right, because right, right. anything out of a, out of a schedule where I am home mm-hmm. for seven days this is not going to work. Yeah, and you because can't, I can't like can be blending. Yeah, I can't in the travel. Airport. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm sitting at the airport with a blender, sitting in my or carrying a blender to my hotel room. Right, <clears throat> not going to work. Okay, but I think that I want to do that. I think we need to. So this is going to happen. Uh, any suggestions? Please send them to us. Uh, Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle at Stephen Kyle on Twitter. Steve and Kyle Pod on Snapchat. Uh, I, we'll wait for some suggestions. I think we make a decision next week. Yeah, I think we make our decision on what seven day cleanse we do next week. And then we figure out the date to start it so we can record yeah. and plan all that out. Yeah, I'll have to look at the calendar and, and see Boy, what that the... means. I'm going to have to step on a scale, though, because you kind of got to see what you lose, right? Now, is there going to be some kind of wager based on percentage of weight lost? Cause that, but that's not really what the cleanses are for. The cleanses no, are to, it's a, it's to, to make clean your body yeah. better, right? Like more yeah. like. Now, granted, you will lose weight. Right. And you'll definitely, just for the fact that you're not eating anything. Right. You're not eating any whole food. Yeah. Or any substantial whole food. But yeah, that would be that would be kind of fun to do some kind of bet. I, I don't know. It, I don't know how but, to pay it off. But I think if we do a bet, I end up like skipping a shake because I was like, I gotta win. <laughs> so then I'm just extra well, no, hungry. No, we have to we have to hold ourselves accountable. You adhere to the rules. We will come up with the exact shakes that we like. We'll eat the exact same okay. thing, or we'll consume the For exact the same, same amount. Thing. Of the same amount. Yeah. Okay. So like day one breakfast we're both drinking the kale smoothie the or something. kale parsley tomato juice yeah. with pepper so, so then we can we can compare notes like we should each come up with a little food journal oh yeah and, like this write, one was especially yeah. awful yeah, today write, write down how it made us feel yeah the mood that we're in <laughs> took three hours to finish had to put ice cube in <laughs> oh yeah yeah we'll have a like we'll rank each one of them with an emoji how many times in this? So let's say you do two a day for seven days. I'll bet I'll have to plug my nose to drink ten of them. Is it just two? I, I think it, I think it depends. I know yeah. a lot of them are two, okay. and a lot of them are probably three. Because that's a thing for me too. Three is going to be hard because one, I usually skip breakfast, but I wouldn't yeah. be able to on this, and that I can't so blend tough. at work. I would have to like blend, make mine for work, and take it in like a carrier. Yeah, or a and lunch does box. that and does that work? Like, can I blend my breakfast the night before? 
Because I feel like that would taste awful the next day. It has to, right? But, I mean, you keep it refrigerated. There's nothing really different other than... Put it in the freezer, maybe. So, free, like, right? blend it, freeze it. Yeah. And then take it out of the freezer in the kale morning. Kale smoothie or a kale slushy. Mm. God. Mm-hmm. Kale. I am just not a fan of kale So, this is all. like the grown-up version of when you used to be a kid, you used to go to the fountain machine and pour like eight pops in at yeah. once. But this is great. I have Dr. Pepper and uh, Fanta. Why didn't they make this one in bottle? It's delicious. And you realize it's just eight different flavors with yeah. 800 grams of sugar. Ugh. All right. Stephen Kyle podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, seven day cleanse will commence. Coming up soon, I suppose. Oh, oh that's. Man. Yeah, I think we definitely have to do. Yeah. Uh, day one. Because you figure by day one, we will each have, uh, like, if we record on day one, by that point, it'll be mid-afternoon, evening, so we'll have each concerned, or consumed, like, one, maybe two, possibly three, depending on what time we record. Yeah. And then day seven, we will be absolutely miserable. Because, so... at that point, we will have consumed roughly uh, 18 to 20 of the worst garbage smoothies in the world. So, let's, let's say we start Monday... So it'll be all of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday would be seven days. So, so we'd have to yeah. record you know, a, a day Monday, before yeah, normal. A Monday, a Monday and a Sunday. And starting then, next starting next week? Or no, no, starting the following week. The following week we're going to a Sunday Sunday morning. record uh, to accommodate uh, not being, oh, look at that, almost seven o'clock, uh, <laughs> which is because I'm back to work now. We have yeah. to record at uh, closer to normal human hours where, mm-hmm. so that's a, that's a bummer. That's a real bummer. Oh, well, speaking of which, I know that what? there was something that I wanted to get to. Go oh! Spoiler alert. Trivia. <laughs> All right. So we you, need a new one. So you found this, um, yeah, this Cheers trivia game it's a, it's an actual board game so somehow i got this thing somebody gave it to me and it is a cheers trivia from oh let me try to see the it's uh, got to be early 90s eight, you think early late, 90s late 80s that? early 90s uh just has that look to it looks very vintage so it's a fun trivia game about america's favorite neighborhood tavern okay. this has been mentioned before on the podcast Boy, I do not know the era. Oh, right there. 1992. So okay. this was the year before it finished, Steve. So here's what we'll do. This is an actual board game. Board, I'm assuming pieces yeah, that a, you move. There's a spinner. There's a board. Well, uh, we're, we're not going to worry. There's character pawns. We won't worry about all of that. You can take out your character pawn if you want. So get Cliff out of the box. Set it right on the table. It's the, 1992. On the I bet you they're white pawns. Oh, yeah. So it's not an actual, like... Don't worry, Steve. There's no pawns. <laughs> okay, good. Um... <laughs> So what we're going to do here is uh, every now and then I'm going to pull out a card. I'm going to ask you. There are three trivia questions on each card. Uh, it's going to be up to you to keep track. I want like I want to be able to know comprehensive results. I want to know six months from now what your what your uh, right. your, your record is. Now normally I would assign this task to listener Mark, who was the numbers guy who gave us the length. We asked him for some numbers, Steve. <laughs> Did he ever get like us? three weeks ago, and he yeah. has not come through. Mark, if you're listening now, uh, know that you can't listen anymore until you figure out whatever mm-hmm. numbers we're asking. All right, so I'm going to ask you. I'll ask you all three questions that are on this card. Uh, you keep track of your answers. So, so you think to, one card at a time? Two yeah. Card, okay. I, I'm just, I'll do one a, card at a time, all three questions. So, so are I, you ready? You ready to start? Now, here's what I'm going to do. 
because it's a question and then each one gives you three multiple choice. You get an A, B, or C multiple choice answer. Okay. But what I will do for every correct answer, you get one point. Right. But what I'll do is after I read the question, I'll pause. If you can answer the question without me giving you the options, mm-hmm. you get three points. Boy, I can get behind. But, but if I miss it, it's zero anyway. Or if I miss without getting the multiple choice, should it be like negative one or should it just be zero just either zero. way? Yeah, just zero. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm prepared. First question. Oh, I'm so nervous. What if I What if I just grab the bed? What type of security system did Robin have? I'm going to need the multiple choice. A, a Triton Sonic 5000 system. B, an ICBM mobile response system. Or C, a pair of sumo wrestlers. What type of security system did Robin have? I remember the episode too, because they were trying to. He was about to. He's going to flee. They thought he had money. Were, I need a timer. I need a. There was lasers and everything. What were the ones called? I'm sorry. The, the top two again. What were they called? The Triton Sonic Five Thousand yep. system, an ICBM mobile response system, Triton. or a pair of sumo wrestlers. Triton A. Yes. <laughs> I guess that means you're right. That's the ding. <laughs> That's the new ding. Okay. Second question. What did Diane sarcastically suggest that Sam donate to the public television auction? He did it. He went down there. Nobody would buy it. So they started fake bidding. What was it? It's one of two things. I'll take the multiple choice. A, his jock strap. B, a lock of his hair. See his car. B. Lock of his hair. I think I'm wrong. Oh, that one hurts. I remember the episode. Was it the jockstrap? It Diane? was the jockstrap. Diane was a jokester, man, it and I should have known. Jockstrap. I remember that episode, too, Steve. He ended up donating a game-worn jersey. Nobody bid on it, so they uh, they ended up like fake bidding to make them feel better because, you know, the major league baseball player was sad. All right, and the third question in this week's edition of Cheers Trivia. What are the call letters for the Boston Public Television Station? Ooh, that's a good question. Good question. I don't know. Uh, WKRP is choice A. WGBH is choice B. WBSN is choice C. I feel like C is too, I think BSN is too obvious, but I think it's WBSNC. Come on! It's GHB? WGBH. GBH. Come on, man. That was only on. This is piss poor. That was awful. Was it terrible? Well, I got to go home. I got to restart. Cheers. You want to go No. <laughs> trivia. <All right>. So <laughs> that concludes week one. Cheers, cheers trivia for this week, and you have one point. One for three. One point. With one point. Not if you can good. believe that, that, that one hurts, man. Not That's a bad all. start. Not good at all. 270 I, episodes. You got nothing out of it. So far. <laughs> I mean, 
those were, you know, those were those were pretty specific. So <laughs> that's typically what trivia is. Man, all right. Well, we'll be back at that one next time, next or next week. So what are we? Uh, the time wise, we're there. You want to go fast five, or do you want to? Yeah, we usually spend some time on fast five. So yeah, why don't we? Uh, why don't we just jump right into that? Sorry for fast uh, five, two, two, one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. I couldn't even tell you who went first last time. It was like six months ago that we did this. Yeah. How about I just go first? I don't even remember where I was. <laughs> you go first. Dude. All right. SummerSlam. Oh, I'm excited as ever. Can't wait. Darren Dalton. Yeah, that, that's sad. That's a sad update. Very I remember sad. him from when I was a kid. Very huh. sad. This is uh, This one's pulled from the celebrity page. Oh, boy. You went to page six. Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. Oh, that's sad. Oh, boy, I hope they land on their feet. <laughs> Beautiful young female Hollywood star and the most handsome man in Hollywood boy, history. Shucks. What, what will they do? I don't know. Uh, and uh, the next one, it's a frequent one on my Fast Five, North Korea. Yeah. Um, still not scared. Still not scared. Huh? This might go along with my prediction that happened like the, you know, Mayweather Pack or Mayweather Pack, yeah, Mayweather McGregor. No. Yeah. Bunch of bunch of peas. <laughs> yeah. Not worried about these guys. And now, yeah, right now there's actually a, a missile. Yeah, <laughs> screaming towards uh, Washington heading, D.C. Heading towards the coast. Yeah, yep. uh, no, still not worried, man. I don't. I don't. They're they're saber rattlers. And finally, Game of Thrones spoilers. Ooh, I, I could care less. It Spoil seems it away. like that. I mean, I don't even hear about the show. I just hear people bitching about the spoilers. It's nonstop and. They've had a lot of issues now, so the HBO was uh, had a breach. Uh, what was that two weeks ago? Yeah, and supposedly an, an episode of, was leaked. Yeah, and some scripts were leaked. An episode of another show. Um, yeah, my Twitter on Sunday nights is worthless to even go to because it's all people like, "Oh damn!" hashtag GOT, and it's yeah. like I told you, I quit long ago. There's no redemption in that show. There's nothing enjoyable about it. It's fantastically written and expertly acted and beautiful. I hate it. I hate every <laughs> yeah, second of it. I never, so please uh, to be spoil away. To be fair, I never gave it a shot. Uh, before that, North Korea. So North Korea obviously threatening uh, retaliation after the sanctions were placed upon them. Yeah, which this um, happens all the... This is essentially... And you know, I, I don't want to scare myself and anybody else, but it's this type of path that happened with Iraq too uh, before uh, definitely Iraqi freedom. Mm-hmm where the U.N. started putting sanctions on them to, you know, whatever with the weapons, they wouldn't listen. That precluded the invasion. This is somewhat reminiscent of that because U.N. sanctions are essentially words on paper that people right. can spit on or do whatever. Yeah. But it's a group of nations saying, uh, hey, cool it. But it means nothing action-wise. So yep. uh, I don't think anything will come of it because they're going to do Hey, don't you can't do that to hey, us. We and, told you not to. Yeah. Like you think all of a sudden now they're going to start listening. Right. They to- haven't listened for, you know, 50 years since yeah. the the Korean War. Why would they start now? Right. Before that, the celebrity news, the terrible celebrity news that we all woke up to. It's just uh, Chris Pratt. You know, it's a sad day. Not just Paris. Hollywood, Steve. Everywhere. Sad day for the world. It's a sad day in our I hearts. bet even in North Korea. I bet you there's some North upset. Koreans who the state is making cry right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the, the terrible news that we all woke up to this morning, or maybe yesterday, I don't know, that mm-hmm. Chris Pratt and Anna Faris, after uh, eight some amount of years, yeah. had split up, yeah. and they were both very disappointed. 
Mm-hmm. That's not how they wanted it to go. Well, so when I got married two years ago, a little over two years ago, I thought, if I can make it eight, I'll be good. Mm-hmm. Nine, bonus. Yeah. Right? And after that, but, you know, if I don't make eight, I'm going to be a little disappointed. Yeah. It's uh. Hopefully they I land on their it. feet. I, I mean, people dig into celebrity culture. I mean, I texted Katie this morning just like because I couldn't believe it. Just because, but but they're very good. They're actors for a reason. They're very good at playing up their personas in public and mm-hmm. in interviews about happy lives. You know, child. Hey, you know, I'm on. I'm in Japan three months filming the new Jurassic Park. Well, she's at home, but everything's kosher. Yeah, like no. it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's FaceTime. Yeah, that's never going to be kosher and it's always sure. going to create issues but uh i mean unexpected but boy it, to act like you're just distraught and aren't going to function anymore is a real stunner yeah about any celebrity marriage all right before that was darren dalton dutch dalton yeah of the philadelphia phillies 53? this one 55 55 okay. um brain cancer died of brain cancer at age 55 that was a true bummer because yeah. he was on the 93 Phillies, which was NL champions. Team, yeah, NL champions. Uh, worst to first uh, from 92 to 93. 92, they were like the worst. I don't know if they were the worst team in baseball, but they were the last worst place. In the division. Last, yeah, 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 last in the division. Uh, went to the World Series in 93. Lost um, when Mitch Williams threw a 26 uh, mile an hour fastball to Joe Carter, <laughs> who hit it out of the park, walk off home run. Still. To this day, one of my most vivid sports memories. and um, But yeah, man, he died of 50, 55 of brain cancer, which sucks. That's way too young. Yeah. God. That is, that, that's a shame. I didn't even know he had it. And now granted, I'm not, yeah. you know, ingrained in the Philadelphia Phillies culture, but I, I knew the name. I was very familiar with, uh, with Dalton. Uh, three-time All-Star World Series. Oh, he won with the Marlins. Yes. That's right. Yeah, he won with the Marlins. So in he his, joined in his final, the Mar- yeah, yeah. His final year. And uh, Silver Slugger led the league in RBIs. Uh, he's he's on the Phillies Wall of, Wall Fame, of Fame thing, yeah. right? Now, when did is he inducted on that? Uh, that have been years ago. Yeah, right? I would I would say at least ten years ago, probably because he wasn't part of the festivities that were in the news for like this weekend, was he? Where no, no, Phil, no. Pete Rose is supposed Rose, to be yeah. there and everything. No. I'm assuming he wasn't because I don't think he had. Well, it had to be in bad, well, bad he shape, had, um, right? He, he had, back in like 2015, apparently, he had like the, the cancer. I thought that he had announced like that he was in remission and was. things were good. February of 2015, announced yeah. he was cancer-free. But then he said that he still had a lot of side effects where he would try to talk and just the wrong words would come out. Or he just wouldn't, you know, like he, he was there, but he wasn't there. He, he couldn't. Couldn't concentrate, couldn't focus. He'd fall asleep randomly. So obviously there, there was still some issue there. But yeah, man, that one, that one kind of hit me when I heard that. I'm like, man, that's that's like that's a guy that I remember in his prime years old. Uh, up until last year, hosted a uh, radio show. Yeah, on the local station in Philly. Yep. So yeah, that, I mean, working that long even after. Yeah. Well, during well he, when you had cancer the first yeah. time, and then after. Whew. Well, he's one of those guys too that like uh, he was he was great. Everybody loved him when he played, but he stayed in the area after he retired, which always, to me, that always says something about a player when they don't leave, unless they're from then, from there yeah, originally, yeah. which he, I don't believe he was. Right, but um, he, he loved the area. He grew. Yeah, he stayed he, in the area. Now, yeah. granted, he may have been doing that because he had a job there, like he was on the, 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 the radio show or whatever, but 
Still, it's the. I, I think it's the yeah. idea that you know he hey, didn't have to take a job there. I'm right. sure that Darren Dalton, after many years playing baseball and like being an analyst for MLB Network and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'm sure he wasn't struggling for money. He probably didn't have to keep playing. Or no, keep, uh, keep working. Right. Yeah. And it just goes to show, I mean, there's some guys out there who are like that, where they just become part of the town, part yeah. of the, the fandom in that area. And Darren Dalton was definitely that way. Yeah. I think Real- catchers, catchers kind of do that because they're the, you know, they're involved in every play. They're yeah. getting hit. They're taking balls off the mask. Well, yeah. And- later in his career, I remember, I don't think when he played for the Marlins, I don't think he, he wasn't catching. Cause I remember like his Had last, to be not, his last no, couple of years no with way. the Phillies, his last year or two with the Phillies, he was playing outfield because his knees were, oh, were yeah, just yeah. shot. You essentially should not play catcher for more than, well, you shouldn't at all because yeah. it just annihilates your knees. Yeah. Um, I wonder how long until they come up with like some kind of little chair right? that the catcher <laughs> Sit sits on. down. But yeah, Darren uh, Dalton, uh, Dead at 55. Yeah, that sucks. Catcher right field and first base. Oh, yeah, he did play first base. Because first while. base is usually where those guys will default to. But if you're in sure. the National League, well, in the American League, you just default to a, a designated DH. hitter. But in the National League, you have to play in the field. So, All right, now the first one on my list here for the Fast Five, SummerSlam. When is SummerSlam? It's got to be coming up soon, right? Two weeks, weeks away, man. Two weeks away, Sunday, August 20th, day before the uh, Stephen Kyle Podcast Total Eclipse Tour 2017. <laughs> Uh, that is, yeah, the card stack. We're staring down the barrel of a five and a half to six hour show. Steve. Yeah, so we got the confirmed matches, of course. You know, the fatal four way with uh, Brock Lesnar, Roman yep. Reigns, Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman, yep, and, and then Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. Yeah, he's Samoan. Uh, he that that's obviously going to be the headliner there, Steve. The big talk is Brock Lesnar might be going back to the UFC, or he that's wants to. So there's talk that he might lose the championship because, hey, mm. if you're heading out the door, we can't have you taking the belt. Seems like he can kind of do whatever he wants. He makes millions of dollars, shows up 10 times a year, wrestles four, four to six times mm-hmm. a year, and makes millions of dollars and then says, hey, I want to go fight for $2 million in the UFC and then I'll be back, and they can't stop him. Yeah. So uh, they, I think they're at this point where they're at his whim, like, all right, thanks for being here we'll see you in six months yeah well i would imagine that even with uh even with him going to the ufc that wwe still benefits from it because yeah it's, it's exposure for them right yeah and so the what i've heard is so he's under contract through next march or essentially through wrestlemania next year which it's almost assured he will not keep the championship through that because he has already been talking about making millions of dollars by fighting john jones mm-hmm. um but yeah, you know, he might drop the strap in a couple weeks, Steve. He might drop the strap. I don't know what that means. Championship. Might oh. lose the championship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Drop just, the strap. Just lingo. You know, gotcha. No big deal. Gotcha. So yeah, you're uh I'm assuming you're gonna gather around the TV and watch oh, that. Yeah, that oh, I'll be on I'll be I'll be there. So the pre show will start at five. What day is this, did you say? Sunday. Like Sunday the what? Twentieth, I think. Yeah, the twentieth. Sunday, August. 20th yeah that's live okay. from brooklyn steve so that starts promptly at 5 p.m uh, so we're gonna have a show we'll record a podcast that morning oh yeah forgot about that you uh you mind if i stop over for a couple hours <laughs> steve the network will be on the I matches will, uh, will be happening so I, I promise you that i will not stay um past it will go like till midnight o'clock. it will go until probably yeah. close to midnight the wrestlemania which was insane started at five with so they do a stupid two-hour pre-show starts at, and then the event started at seven, and it did not get done until midnight when Undertaker walked out, presumably retiring. So maybe we'll maybe we'll set up the camera and just do a, a peek in. Oh yeah, yeah, we could do like a periscope version of while yeah. we're watching that because 
Uh, I think if too much of any wrestling is shown, Vince McMahon will personally come to our house and like, you know, strangle us yeah. because he so locks down on those streams and, yeah. uh, yeah, videos. we'll make sure that we don't uh, we don't have it turned up too loud or yeah. anything. Maybe we can act out what's happening <laughs> yeah. at SummerSlam, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, so so you're pretty pumped about SummerSlam. Though. Oh, I can't wait. It's right. like 14 matches deep, which is stupid. Ugh. Most pay-per-views are like six to eight. I'll probably catch one of them, and it'll be like the the oh, women's junior intercontinental yeah. uh, Canadian championship. It's going to be like the opening match. It's going to be a turd. The crowd's going to be not into it. Yeah. And you're gonna, not even there. Yeah, that's why I don't watch it, and then you're going to leave. All right, moving on. Zero overlap this week, Steve. Zero really? overlap. Is, that's pretty rare. Grand jury. I uh, love them. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No no! The uh, the um man, it's it's crazy that I still don't believe anything will actually happen. Right. Like nothing will come out of it. But the fact that it's it's actually like they're assembling a grand jury. Yeah, I'm excited. It's big news. Yeah, it's it. Big so news. yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Somehow this it, the second time in a month, Aaron Carter. Um, good for him. I mean, right. he, he, so he Kinda announced seems uh, like he's circling some uh, issues. Yeah. Uh, I, I would hope that, you know, obviously I hope everything works out for him. Mm-hmm. Good for him for, uh, for, for being honest and true to himself and announcing it. The texting suicide case. Oh, I don't know if I know about this. Um, I think it'll ring a bell. Yeah. I th- I'm assuming that it's the, uh, no, I think I'm getting it mixed up with something else. All right. We'll, we'll come back. Yeah. We'll come back. Mike Pence. So the rumor is that he's like assembling his own shadow government because uh, he thinks that Donnie T's gone. Well, you know, uh, he's probably a former Boy Scout just being prepared like they taught him. Always. You know, always. You don't want to be you don't want to be left in the lurch. Right. Uh, And lastly, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, Oh, I'm assuming that you're referring to the uh, the picture of her driving her her uh, Shelby Shelby Mustang. Mustang, It looked like. Uh, with the Make America Great Again, yeah. I don't, I don't buy the excuse. I'm sorry. It's weird, right? So, yeah. uh, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, formerly Bruce, she is a used to be a, a Republican, yeah. and well, I think appears she, to I, still be. I believe she's she's still a Republican, and even during the whole election, was a Trump supporter. Said, "I'm I'm supporting this guy." Right. Now, I don't know uh, if she was gung ho about him, but she was a Trump supporter couple weeks ago when um uh we talked about it when it was announced that transgenders could no longer be participate in the, participate, be in the military yeah, enroll yeah be in the military um that is when she hopped off the trump train and she said you were supposed to help us you were supposed to defend us and now you're doing this so she announced i am no longer a uh, trump supporter see i thought part of the news story was that she didn't I thought oh, no, no, Caitlyn no. Jenner came out and said that, or didn't make a comment, essentially saying that I'm totally like, whatever, I don't really care. No, no, no. She definitely, uh, I, I, from what I read, she made a statement saying that, uh, like, there was a specific quote that said, okay. like, it was, a, to to paraphrase, it was something like, you were supposed to defend our rights, but now you're going back on that word. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. Yep. Okay, on her, right on her website. Okay. So then a couple of, uh, I guess, last week or something, she was attending some kind of golf outing, like a celebrity golf outing. Yeah. And she showed up 
And there's pictures of her driving her convertible with a red Make America Great Again hat on. And she made a statement saying, oopsie, just uh, reached into the closet and grabbed it. And I didn't even notice what it was. Yep. So uh, sorry, I'll never wear it again. I'm going to burn the hat. But then she that drew the that drew the ire from the Kardashian clan though yeah. who are who have I don't know if they came out officially but it's being reported that they think Caitlyn's doing this all just to be relevant relevant and in yeah. the news so it's like oh you know I'll throw this one on you know I know I'll get a picture taken and I, I know I I'll would, get a rise well I don't buy the fact that you didn't realize that you grabbed the the really the contra- America yeah, the controversial hat come on. Um, Ridiculous. So, yeah, originally she said, yeah, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to burn it. But then she also said, oh, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll sign it and auction it off and donate the God. proceeds to, uh, to a charity. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah. yeah that, so it, it's a ploy. She's back in the news for now. Yeah. I mean, for a few minutes and we're all talking about her again, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike Pence mentioned the current vice president. Mm-hmm. Rumblings that he is preparing for a possible 2020 run on his own. Mm-hmm. Also rumblings that he is prepared for before 2020. <laughs> yeah, maybe a late 2017. Uh, to take control of the government. Uh, a lot of the news recently has now been that the GOP is formulating a plan if and when Trump goes to jail. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I can't. I mean, it's It's insane. The Although, fact that we're I mean, here, the, yeah, we're the there. Fact, it's yeah, the been mentioned, right? The fact that we're living in this world right now is insane. Yeah. But the fact that there's like uh, rumblings of governments, shadow governments being formed. Right. It's insane. I don't know. I mean, yeah. What? Why not? Why wouldn't that happen? You know, maybe freaking Ronald McDonald be, will be president by the end of the year. I don't know. Yeah. We, we who don't could know. Have, who could have predicted this? I heard that there were rumblings of this investigation, the special counsel being going into the middle and late 2018. Hmm. But now here we are and we'll get to where we're at now in a few minutes. Um, It seems like it's much more aggressive than that. Right. And more news comes out about it every day. So yeah, Mike Pence seems to be making, uh, making some, some subliminal moves. Hey man, you gotta, you gotta protect your own, you know, gotta be prepared. Uh, texting suicide case. Yeah, I, I think I'm confusing it with another story. This uh, is the one. That, so this happened, I think, one or two years ago where this girl's boyfriend got into his truck and essentially, you know, ran the, you know, do whatever you do to kill yourself by carbon monoxide poisoning. Okay. And she and he got out of the truck a few times and didn't want to do it. The girlfriend said, what are you doing? Get back in the truck and do it. Hmm. And so she was put on trial for, uh, I don't know if it was manslaughter. I, I don't know the specific uh, charges. So she aided this. And I mean, by all intents and purposes, by when you read the text, she kept asking him, hey, when are you going to do it? When are you going to yeah. do it? And he finally did it. She played dumb for about a week and said, like, texted her his mom. Hey, have you heard from him yet? Are you heard hey. anything? Trying to play stupid. Have you checked to see if he's dead in his truck? I don't know. Just right. So she was sentenced this last week to uh, 15 months in prison. Hmm. And then some Is crazy... Is that enough, amount- do you think? It doesn't seem like enough yeah. to me, no. And uh, I know the family was very upset. But then again, I mean... She didn't murder him, but yeah, she still... I- yeah. 
I mean, I, it was I mean a, you could go on. I could go on the internet and come up with a thousand different reasons exactly. for people saying like, uh, "Go kill yourself. You're the worst." Right? Trust me, I can. Yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of people out there saying that, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, still a I, scary case. And the pictures are of this girl just bawling her eyes out when she got sentenced to jail time because the defense months. was only was begging for like, "Oh, how about you know." Uh, lifetime of probation you know or yeah. and and community service where she would just work non-stop type of thing uh but the prosecution asked for like seven to 12 years mm-hmm. and they ended up there so i guess Man. if i'm the family i guess i take a tiny bit of solace that she is being punished but i didn't read anything about her being super repentant about everything yeah. that happened just and she very clearly that, wasn't she's going to so how old were they did you say uh or like 15 and 17 when wow. it happened something like that yeah Man. terrifying that's awful. Terrifying. Uh, Aaron Carter. Yeah. Somehow this guy came up, I think it was about a month ago on this podcast, where he, you know, TMZ stopped him and he was like, hey, man, you'll never see me out getting DUIs. And then two <laughs> days later, got a DUI. Got a DUI. Like, well, he's in the news now because he, like three or four days ago, jumped on one of those celebrity sightseeing buses, right? Mm-hmm. So they bring you by the houses and all this. He just jumped on a TMZ bus was acting very weird and said, yeah, I just got out of some surgery, but wouldn't say what it was. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say Saturday night releases a statement saying I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Yeah. That's fantastic that he can come to ter- publicly come to terms with yeah. being able to say it that. It sucks that we're still in a world where people have to, like they have to make an announcement. Like it can't just be, can't just be how it is. Right. Like you, you It'll be nice when we're finally in a world where people don't have to, you know, go to on, go onto social media and say, "I just want to let everyone know." Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, whatever. But still, it good for him. But it's also, you know, the trend here is DUI jumping yeah. on a celebrity bus after surgery, and now this seems like there's some issues, yeah. you know, a little bit deeper than uh, than what we're being told. Uh, and lastly, the grand jury. Yeah, that's what I was, you know, obviously not teasing, yeah. but talking about that's it's where exciting. we are. Robert Mueller, the head of the special counsel investigating the collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. There was no collusion. Come on. Has officially convened a grand jury. Yeah. Which my understanding of grand juries are that is one step away or the step deciding if charges will be brought yeah. against certain people. Isn't it great? So that's where we like, are. I mean, like this is that's a giant leap for all of these yeah. times where you're like, oh, this is it. That's gonna sink him. That's it. And mm-hmm. then nothing happens. He makes fun of a special needs reporter. Everyone he, forgets. Yeah. He uh, repeatedly walks in on teenage pageant girls mm-hmm. nude. He does all of these things. Like it's a litany of things yeah. we don't need to repeat. And nothing has done it. But I wonder if the House of Cards, Steve, yeah. is starting to wiggle a little well, bit. I just hope. That this does not ruin his 17-day-long golf vacation. 17-day new... Well, uh, you must have not checked Twitter today. Oh, that's right. I did see that he's hard at work. Hard lots, at work. lots of calls. Lots of calls. He's got big meetings in New York next week, mm-hmm. which, I don't know if you know this, right next to New Jersey, uh, also has a Trump location there. Heard. I've heard that, yeah. So, uh, but he did also take the time out to insult a senator who served in Vietnam. Yep. Uh, he insulted the White House. He insulted the White House. That it was, was funny. in I Time saw... Magazine or Golf Magazine. Man, I saw. Um, but he's denying that. I gotta find. There was a. 
somebody posted like a side by side where mm-hmm. it was it, well, it was a top and bottom. So oh, the Obama one. Yeah, Trump yeah. on top said the White House is a dump. Donald Trump, twenty seventeen, and then there's this one from Obama that is like the most well thought out. Like sometimes at night after Everyone Michelle and the kids are going to bed, I go to. The room that Abraham Lincoln used as an office that still has an original copy of the Gettysburg Address that he penned. And I read that, and I'm like, man, this guy, I mean, right? Like, the, it, say what you want about Barack Obama. A lot of people hated him. A lot of people didn't like him at yeah. all. But the guy, he knew how to give a statement. Like, yeah. he was a very charismatic well, man. Well, you would never hear him calling anything or anyone a dump. No. You know, for, for, no. for him and Hillary Clinton, it was news when she... You know, goes to the local town. You're supposed to eat the local delicacy, and she spit it out. Type of thing. Yeah. That was like a big uproar. Like, oh, she doesn't care yeah. about the people. This guy's calling one of the most famous structures in the world. Yeah, a dump. Yeah, arguably, like not the, even in the, the news. The the nicest, the, like the one thing that everyone can agree on. Like, yeah. no matter what side of the party you're on, like that's the White House, man. Yeah, that is like you don't disrespect the White yeah. House. And so this came out in an interview of what golf magazine time magazine Something I forget like, yeah. but but he's denying it right I uh, last I had heard know. is he said I never called it a dump that was the last thing I had heard on it I thought I remember reading a quote right which you'd think if it was like you would have heard the, but, I mean, that the audio right yeah it wouldn't be the first time he uh, he denied something that there was a quote like definitely for. well the Boy Scout thing finally came to a head this past week yeah. so uh, he had lied about the head of the Boy Scouts calling him and saying that it was the best speech they'd ever heard. Well, the Boy Scouts released a statement that said, uh, we never made that phone call. (laughs) Yeah, Trump denies calling White House a dump 19 hours ago in the LA Times. Well, I'm reading one that said, uh, let's see, from HuffPo that says, reporter defends publishing Trump's White House dump quote. The president called the White House a dump in front of at least eight people, the reporter says. So, whatever. Yeah, golf.com, and now he's denying it. I love the White House, one of the most beautiful buildings, homes I've ever seen. But fake news that I called it a dump. Totally untrue. Uh, the quote is, that White House is a real dump. <laughs> There's no error on that one, is there? <laughs> Trump reportedly told the crowd of golf club members and White House staffers during a weekend in May. Yeah, because he was basically saying, like, compared to one of my resorts, compared to one of my hotels. Right. The White House is a dump. Which... You're not yeah, selling your resort yeah, anymore. But I mean, you you, you literally you need, can't. You need the Steve. whole. You need the whole quote. I mean, yeah, it is kind of. It's not like he just walked out of the walked out the oh, this place. walked out of the Oval Office and said, "What a dump." I mean, he he was using it as an opportunity to grandstand for his hotels, which he like, still shouldn't be doing because yeah. he is supposed to have divested himself. Whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a whole other conversation. <laughs> can of worms. We don't need to open. Uh, that that we tell ourselves we're not going to get into. Yeah. So we're not going to get into it. On that note, let's just do this. Let's just end it. Man, well, end. again, Apollo, we didn't get to anything. No. My God. Not really. I don't even think I've sent a link to you in like four episodes. <laughs> I know. There's no need. <laughs> no need at all. Well, thank you uh, once again for listening to the episodes the last couple of weeks. We know that the schedule, well, for us, has been kind of hectic. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the... Uh, Everything's been... Re- well. The, the the listening schedule appears to have been pretty hectic <laughs> for right. everybody else. People uh, people are just busy, right? Right, right. Are fifty percent of you busy? <laughs> <laughs> They'll just they listen, listen this week, right? They'll all come back, right? I mean, surely those numbers. The last week's episode 
Then we'll go through the roof, right? We need to like trademark or use hashtag bounce back week <laughs> for these because this is the third time we've had to mention this. Yeah. All right. So in the meantime, download, subscribe, review the show on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Libsyn. That's stephenkyle.libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. Dot com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle, or on Twitter at Stephen Kyle. And what is the uh, Snapchat? Steve and Kyle Pod. Steve and Kyle Pod. So we will talk to you next week. Hopefully we'll have a little bit more info about Bachelor our, Party. About, yeah, we'll have a wrap-up of the Bachelor Party. We'll be talking about our cleanse, which... Well, no doubt, terrified. Now. <laughs> no doubt, we're going to want to do it after a weekend drinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well. I think we give ourselves a week. Like we pick a start date a week or two after, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, the, we're in discussions. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week.